I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You may already know that the Football Ramble have teamed up with audible.co.uk to offer you a free audiobook of your choosing when you sign up for a free one-month trial at audible.co.uk slash footballramble. So if you want Why England Lose by Simon Cooper and Stefan Szymanski, I Partridge by Alan Partridge, or The Football Men, up close with the giants of the modern game by Simon Cooper, then sign up at audible.co.uk slash footballramble, or choose from a range of about 60,000 other titles. The 30-day free trial means you can choose a free audiobook, which is yours to keep, whether or not you decide to cancel in the trial period. Go to audible.co.uk slash footballramble and sign up now. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's uh, it's me, it's Marcus. I'm back and I've got three beauties with me. Jim. Hello. Pete. Hello. And Luke. All right. It's European Championships time. Nearly. It's preview time, to be more <coughs> precise. And uh, we're going to start the show. We've not got an opening question. We've got the opening of stickers. Mm. It's traditional. Long-term <laughs> listeners will know. They'll be bloody loving it. We always open stickers. We're before effectively tournament. picking our own... Five-a-side teams here, aren't we? With and what we don't we know have, what hand we've been dealt. With what we have in our packets. Jim, mm, you go start. first. Okay. It's not really an audio feature, this, so bear with us. One year we uh, tricked Marcus into thinking there was a tournament that wasn't taking place, and I just made a lot of stickers for yeah. a fictional tournament. <laughs> and there are members of his family. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, got my, I've got my team. I've got Christian Wilhelmsen. Oh, of Sweden. Swedish yeah. midfielder. Rio Ferdinand, oh, controversial! A political hot potato. He's got a shiny, got a shiny. Oh, I have. I've got the, uh, I've got the the German national team, seemingly represented by those two weird mascots. Um, He's won. So he's got a shiny yeah, got an extra of the player. German team. Got an extra player. Stick them in goal. Um, Angelos Charisteus of Euro 2004 fame, yeah. mostly another shiny. I've got the uh, the France logo. So oh my goodness, <laughs> probably took that in goal. <laughs> yeah. That's an absolutely magnificent start. Two shinies. I have that made out of fiberglass. Whack it in goal. France and German shiny. Ferdinand looks annoyed. Isn't he? He's got what yeah, he, is going on? He knew what was happening. You sure those two mascots aren't the Bender brothers? <laughs> they could well be. Actually, Bender, yeah. might be. They appear to be Polish and Ukrainian. So, so you only actually got three players. Um, yeah, can I have the mascots? There's two of them. Yeah, yeah okay. Okay. cool. Yeah. Two shinies though, France and Germany. Excellent start, Petey. What have you got? I'm opening. I'm opening, guys. Yeah, yeah, hey guys. Yeah. Oh Christ! I've bent them a bit. Just oh, open. Open the packet, Peter. All right, they're coming out. They're coming out. They're coming out. Right. <laughs> I've got a quarter, I think it's a quarter of uh, the entire uh, German squad there. It is, oh, yeah. Just, just, just the legs. Enjoy. Yeah. I don't know whose legs they are. There's a te- is there a 16 there? That's Manuel Neuer, I think, goal, is that? It's Neuer. Yeah, it's got to be Neuer, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, because there's a keeper behind him as well. Oh, I don't even know. Where's next, a quarter? Next sticker. I've got <laughs> Rolando of uh, Portugal. Portugal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's uh, pretty um, tasty. Like Portugal. Porto? Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, I've got a mascot as well. I hate it when it, uh, it's all organised, isn't it? So you get is a it mascot. A it's not a shiny. No, it's, oh. a, it's the two mascots um, of France this time. Oh, Fran- uh, are they France the same mascots? They are the same mascots. They're doing yeah. different things. They've got very, very odd mascots for the year. They always have odd mascots, don't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's a blonde kid in a yeah. Well, uh, I've got uh, Adam. Oh, Dusseldorf, um, Polish, Polish midfield player. Yeah. Is he midfield? I can't remember. What's it? I can't, I'm not really <coughs> sure how to pronounce his second name. Though. I'll tell you, it, it, it's uh, Adam Matusic. That'll do. Yeah. <laughs> That'll <laughs> He's not listening. He's not listening. And uh, I've got Grank Fist. Oh, yeah, the Swedish well. players. Oh, so I think um, Grant Holt for a minute. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? I can't really pick a winner out of our two teams, Pete. This is, no. It's going to be pretty tight. Well, look yeah. how intense Andreas's uh, eyes are. Whoa, he looks like he's killed. Well, enough of that, Peter, because Luke's opening his. Hey. Now this is where. Right, I've got the Greek mascots. Okay, hello. Oh, hello. I've got four shiny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this is rigged. I'm not even. Ju- I've never seen the likes of it. <laughs> Metallic. This is unbelievable. The live what studio you've got audience a hall. is going absolutely. Bizarre. You've got a hall of shiny. This is what I've got. I'm not making out. I've There's not that. got any players. <laughs> I've got a Greek pair of mascots, an Italian yep. pair of mascots, yep. a Denmark pair of mascots, Danish, a French pair of mascots. And a respect sticker, <laughs> <laughs> which is the winner. Ultimately. You're going to lose. Respect is the winner. So, so respect me. Right. Well, try and beat that, Marcus. If, uh, I can get a bit of pride back on this whole damn affair. Kieran Westwood, <laughs> Irish. <laughs> Irish. Remember, you got a keeper. Yeah, yeah. You got they're they're goalkeeper. Uh, Roman Shishkin of Russia, locomotive Moscow. Yeah. Yeah, he's all right, isn't he? Robin Van Persie. Oh. It's a team. Oh. Goodness me. It's an actual team, isn't it? I've got uh, I've spine. got the, uh, a bit of the Portugal side, which includes Cristiano Ronaldo and Nani. So uh, so we'll have that. Not their legs, though. And uh, uh, Fedeski of uh, Ukraine. That's an actual team. It's a decent yeah, team. You're yeah. going to win, mate. Robin Van Persie, Nani, Cristiano Ronaldo, a proper keeper. You're going to win. Yeah. Yeah. Nani's going to love the respect. You have rigged this, haven't you? You get the points. Thanks very much. Yeah. You, you win the points. Your boys win you the points. Hoorah! Now then, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to uh, move on with our European Championship preview. We're going to start with England, of course. They beat Norway in their first warm-up game, 1-0. First time England have beaten Norway since 1980. And the first time uh, Norway have been beaten for a little while, I think two years, at home, sorry, uh, two Ooh, years, mm. I think it was, something like that. Ashley Young scored the goal, Pete. He did, yes. I thought he played uh, rather well, in a rather more central role. He was, just off, off Andy Carroll, up yeah. the top. Took his goal, didn't he? Mm. So he'll be playing there for the first two games as well, which is encouraging. I'm glad. That's a good spot for, for Young. He's clearly done well there. He's a goal threat. You know, He's playing where Rooney will eventually play when he gets back. So uh, it makes me strangely confident having him there. He's got quite a few goals for him now, hasn't he? he has, and, yeah. and assists as well. Yeah. Good. No, I'm, I'm pleased. I, I thought they did okay. Um, no, I've got like, a pretty weird... Weirdly good record for a team that seems to never qualify for any tournament. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a funny one. Uh, but, uh, Roy Hodgson was saying that he um, he does he likes a number ten, doesn't he? Yeah, and obviously he sees. He likes Rooney. a four four two. That's, a, <laughs> that's well, a big change for a lot of those players for me. True. I mean, it, uh, I mean four four two four four one one. I mean, he was he was talking about uh, you know you need to to play in between the lines as well. It's obviously a rigid four four two. You tend not to do that. When you yeah. back well, he, he likes one striker to drop deeper, doesn't he? That's why he's exactly. Ashley Young's not a striker. No, no he's no. a full player, of course. He's not a striker. Yeah. No, but, but I mean that is undoubtedly Rooney's strongest position as exactly. well. So clearly, you know, he's, he's got that in mind. So do you think that when Rooney comes back, he'll drop Ashley Young wide, or just drop him completely? No, he'll, he'll, he'll go left. Wide. He'll replace Downing with Young. I would think. Do you think he'll start Downing? It's, it's, it's interesting that he started him in this game, isn't it? It hints that he may. I mean, I, I think you made a good point last week that he's taken him because he's a naturally left-footed player, and I think he probably will. Well, if you're playing Andy Carroll up top, 
Yeah, they can combine well, to not so score. Well. <laughs> yeah, They've point, had a great season point. together. If, um, if um, when England play Belgium at the weekend, surely Eden Hazard will be looking forward to playing alongside Danny, get a few tips. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, Has this is what players are like in England. Indeed, um, Andy Carroll didn't do too badly actually. Up no, but he hasn't done too badly lately, has he? I mean, it's a reflection of his form lately. He's, he's been pretty decent at what he's you know been asked to do. Um, so, I mean, clearly it seems that Carroll's going to be getting the nod. I wonder if he'll try Welbeck there or whatnot at the weekend if Welbeck's fit. Who would you prefer to see then? Th- Holt. Yeah, I would. Uh, Zamora. No, I think um, I think he'll start Carroll. But who would you like to see there? Probably Welbeck. <laughs> no, I'm. Do you know what? I wouldn't be opposed to seeing Carroll there, actually. Because I think... But hasn't Carroll operate quite well as a bit of an impact sub every now and again? Mm. Yeah, there, there is yeah. that. There There's is the that. Defoe option as well. I, I agree with Pete. I think that I think I would probably start with Welbeck and have Carroll to come on. Well, but Welbeck's fitness is... Um, a bit but when, you've got Rooney's come, when Rooney comes back, him and Welbeck, mm. eh? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, fair enough. Um, uh, yeah, I think Andy Carroll will probably be... I don't know. I think he might start with him. I think he might start with. Um, I mean, if he's going to play wingers like he sounds like he might do with um, Downing and possibly Walcott. I, I mean, I wonder if he will actually ever have a settled team because he's got so little room for manoeuvre. He'll probably still be experimenting in the group stages to find out what fits. You know, it's a tough, tough opening game against France. Do you think he'll be experimenting with not qualifying from the group stage? I think <laughs> he might experiment. I think that, that experiment might be thrust upon him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you like, have to make the best those, of those lab conditions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's interesting with Hodgson because he is thinking very much long term. He said, "You know, it's not just the European Championships. This whole project is is far greater than this." I, ho- I hope that the, the media and the general public at large realise that. that because <laughs> it's not all about the next game; it's mm-hmm. about a long term sort of. View. Which is what we've done I for think, so many years. I think, to be fair, that is happening as much as I've ever seen it happen with England. There's so little expectation on us, obviously, because there's been so much turmoil, so many sort of injuries to key players, and the Rooney suspension. It's, it's quite downbeat, and it's actually quite refreshing. You know, the pressure is off the players. Hopefully, that won't make them just think, "Oh, it doesn't matter if we're rubbish. Yeah. Fine, let's be." <laughs> yeah. As if we haven't been in the past. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hopefully, they'll be able to, you know. Pull a few shocks, and that, that pressure sort of, you know, will alleviate itself. And there we go. I, th- I think that um, I really enjoyed the stuff that Hodgson's been saying around the Norway game. He said that um, because people were sort of talking about how England gave the ball away quite a lot, yeah. mm. and he was saying, "Well, you know, it's natural for a new manager to come." And he said, "Every every time I was taken over at a new place, that happened because Literally of players were anxious to impress the mm. manager." Yeah. So he's, he's talking quite sensibly about he, it. But know? he did say, "If that continues, though, we've got to source it out." Yeah, <laughs> and it is a chronic problem with England. That's the most oh, uh, yeah. worrying thing about the game. I mean, it wasn't a great performance in the second half. It was classic Sven, you know, first half good, second half not so good. Yeah. No, um, nobody had, but nobody had a good uh, weekend, did they? Well, really? <laughs> this is the thing it's a very strange round of games because it's a group of friendlies that are played you know at the pace of friendlies but are sort of given an extra sort of gravitas by yeah. people watching because they think it's a precursor to what they're going to see in the Euros and it's they're still played as friendlies with very much ex- experimentation in mind so mm. we can't read too much into it I mean there were weird results everywhere and really yeah. sloppy performances everywhere from teams that you wouldn't expect yeah, which, which we'll, will come on to absolutely actually. indeed um, it's a good point Jim I think for England though these friendlies are very handy for the manager I think for the mm. likes of Germany they're, they're perhaps less important handy for Hodgson given that he's just come in you know mm. Belgium will be a test because they're, they're a decent young team yeah. you know. one, one thing I did notice though a couple of times or a few times for England they looked a bit dodgy from corners 
didn't have man on, they, they didn't have a man on the post once or twice and I, I was a bit surprised because Hodgson with his set pieces and his um, I'm not a huge organisation I'm, I'm not a huge fan of a man on the post if, if, I, if I was if I was a manager and I was defending the corner I, I would have I'd make sure every if we do if you're doing man marking I'd make sure every player was picked up and only then if I had spare would I put him on the post mm. I've, I've heard I've heard people say I can't remember which book it was and I was reading my memory is terrible for that sort of thing but I've heard a, a Da Vinci Code a, yeah, <laughs> yeah I remember you loved that yeah. you got really into that and Dan Brown and Dan Brown said <laughs> he said always mark the man first yeah. you know, it looks spectacular when a a, a head is cleared off a line from around the post, but it doesn't happen that often. Yeah. It's much more important to get mm. to the first the source. Was it, wasn't it the um, the secret football? They were sort of saying that um, ah, it wasn't maybe. even that. It, it wasn't. It was just um, you wouldn't have a man on the back post. You'd have him a little bit in. Yeah, you'd have him on the line, but you oh, wouldn't. Okay. And people would sort of say, "Oh, why wasn't he on the post?" Because most of them aren't headed from just under the bar true, on, yeah, next yeah. to the post anywhere. They're yeah. usually in the middle somewhere. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, yeah. You need to give your keeper a little bit of confidence and also give him a bit of room to manoeuvre. You don't want too many players. He nearly in, got in caught out from the recent corner, didn't he? <laughs> Hit the post. Yeah. I thought, blimey, mm. if that had gone in, Rob Green's confidence would have been rock bottom. But yeah. um, that boy, that boy, <laughs> bloody boy. But obviously, it'll be heart and goal. Um, Unless injury, but we're talking of injuries though. England are uh, dropping like flies, aren't they? Gareth Barry's the latest one. He's out. Um, Phil Jagielka uh, has been uh, promoted to the, the full side, and Jack Butland, of course, is in for John Ruddy, mm. who broke a finger. I think Jagielka coming in is, is a good thing because it gives us with him and Jones, you've got two players that can play anywhere there, and we're probably going to need that. Things always get shaken up. And Jones can get moved into midfield. If yeah, absolutely. Well. They can, but you know, they they can pretty much play across the back. Some uh, and, international and middle, so. international guns. Going yeah, on. I was about to say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> international class guns. I, I, I was thinking that I'm not that bothered about Barry really. Barry no, goes not. We wouldn't no, start no. anyway. He'd well, be the understudy to Scott Parker anyway. Yeah. So it's just a case of changing who that is. Yeah. And if anything, we're bringing in a player that's more versatile. So if you're Michael yeah. Carrick, that I mean, should have but, but Michael Carrick decided he didn't, he didn't want to yeah. play did he? And it's his, I, I think that's just silly. Same with Ben Foster. I, th- I think it's the hubris at play. Yeah, yeah. he's gone with another striker, of course. Can you remember World Cup yeah. 2010 when everyone was going, "We'll oh, be all right when Barry comes back. <laughs> Will we find no way about that?" <laughs> everyone was loving it. Kieran Dyer in 2002. Is that what it was? Yeah, unbelievable. God. We've right. been on the slide since uh, <laughs> the 90s, haven't we? Fucking hell. Oh, dear. Danny Mills at right back, eh? Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, yeah. He did all right. He did all right. Right. right, yeah. Apart from the first game against Sweden. England's Rose. <laughs> he was the one who got Ronaldinho sent off. <laughs> Danny Mills? Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. yeah. Trevor Sinclair on the wing. My yeah. goodness. Great stuff. Um, uh, Wellbeck and Johnson look like they're okay. But what, do you think you'll go for Johnson or, or Jones at right back? I think he'll go for Johnson because he's a more natural right back I think and he's got sort of more experience at that level he's played for England for a lot yeah no but you could say the same with Jones couldn't you he's not not really he won't have played he's not just played that many games really Jones has he so Mm. I think Jones is there as as utility he's just defensive utility wherever that may end up being so I think Johnson will definitely it's a lot of utility all over the pitch it really (laughs) is yeah (laughs) everybody it's total football it's a team of janitors (laughs) I I don't see how you can I know he's the under 21 goalkeeper but I don't see how you can pick Butland ahead of David Stockdale well, no, I was no. surprised at that. I think David Stockdale's been in squads before. I think yeah. Stockdale's an excellent keeper. I do as well. well. Hodgson yeah. would have worked with him before, though, so maybe he doesn't fancy it. No, fair yeah, well, um, uh, Gerard looks as though he's going to be played next to Scott uh, uh, Scott Parker. Yeah, yeah. Um, he went in for a tasty one, didn't he? Yeah. On the uh, noise, I forget his name, and I just thought Stephen. Stephen, you're going to bloody. Well, if he's getting out of his system now, then that's good. I would, I, would, rusty though, I would be maybe. playing Frank Lampard ahead of Gerrard personally mm. he, oh, just, he runs around too much and he pulls the shape all over the shop and will get punished well, particularly we against France well, and again, Sweden well, and Ukraine 
<laughs> Again, all the Liverpool players should be used as impact subs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because by and large, well, Gerard's been coming on like yeah. later, later yeah. in the season. Do you yeah. think Hodgson's just doing that? He thinks if there's one group of supporters that could get me an early sacking. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just pick them up. I'll make you I a captain. Before. <laughs> but, um, I played them before. I won one nil. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, I was surprised he made Gerald captain to honour because Gerald will start every game now. Yeah, of course. Mm. So, well, that's um, his team. You've got, got, got to support him. That's what he's going for. There, Fair F- formation's interesting. You know, um, I think we will be. You know, as you were saying, going to the four four two, and it's been a while since England have played like that. And. Uh, it's exciting it's different it's new I'm looking, I'm looking forward to it despite how sort of you know doom and gloom it all is when you look at the <laughs> reality of it I mean, that's the sort of beauty of international tournaments the sick pleasure so, of it yeah who knows yeah. believe we yeah. know 442 exactly <laughs> and you can't be knocked out on penalties in the group stage <laughs> that's the main thing yeah. Yeah. Um, it, but it was nice to when I was reading about England's first training session I mean this sounds so pathetic you know but um, when when Hodson, well, like Gary Neville was playing and he was kind of yeah. coaching Carroll maybe he's not going to go through the wild day you never know but um, <laughs> uh, he was coaching Carroll through the training session of course and there was one moment apparently Carroll went up and scored a really good header and Hodson was like well done son you know you thought, yeah a bit of English, you know. We've, uh, I really yeah. liked. Um, I really like Alex Oxlade Chamberlain. He just seems like a really nice boy. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, I hope he gets a go because he's not. Um, he's not been jaded by yeah. the, by the media coverage and stuff. And, and yeah. one of the questions was, "Oh yeah, do you prefer playing out in the wing um, or do you prefer playing through the middle?" And he said, um, "Well, wherever I'm picked, I'm just honoured to be there." Yeah, it's yeah. so refreshing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. We might even have three or four all right blokes in that squad. You know, Which with ba- Baines and Chamberlain, and yeah. uh, I'd say Jaggy Elk was probably it's the Terry yeah. Offset. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> your yeah. carbon footprint. Yeah. Yeah. You got plants and trees. Yeah. Oh, we still got the big man to come back, though, haven't we? Yeah. So we're going to be okay. You do realise if you pick John Terry, you have to pick five players who are definitively good blokes. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do yeah. it. Yeah. And I mean, with pace. Yeah. <laughs> Whoever wins, it's nice to know that Terry will be there. Yeah, he's picking exactly. up the trophy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And if we get knocked out, it'll be nice yeah. to know that Terry gets knocked out. Terry's already typed up his CV. European Championship winner. <laughs> Dancing with the Germans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, of course, we're off to Kiev, though, aren't we? we yes, are. 12th of June for the Sweden game. Yeah. Soon enough. I, I was going to say, anybody who's going out there, um, get yourself over to uh, the uh, Football Supporters uh, Federation, the FSF, at uh, fsf.org.uk forward slash euros. There's a, you can download a, an England fans guidebook to Poland, Ukraine, and one thing or another. It really is worth it, actually. It'll, it could um, save you a lot of money. And your life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Campbell's, to be believed. Yeah, yeah indeed. Um, now, uh, we did have uh, some recent uh, friendlies involving some of uh, the other Euro 2012 hopefuls. And we'll start with France, England's first game. Uh, they were playing Iceland. Uh, Iceland went 2-0 up. Mm, some really sloppy defending from France. St- but weirdly, they still look good at 2-0. They look like they could get that into it. When you the, wearing... defen- the defending was... Atrocious Patrick's Evra Just didn't fancy defending He really didn't Nah leave him (laughs) (laughs) But they look like Doesn't matter But they look like a team I'm tipping them for uh, You know for the for the for big something. one, just for, for something, just simply really? because I think they'll score more goals than anybody else because they just didn't want to defend. They just went, oh fuck it, yeah, they are they are top heavy. I was, so. I, I, was um, I think France have done a pr- or whoever it is around the French camps done a pretty good job downplaying their chances. Yeah, yeah. They, they've, they're unbeaten in nineteen games. You know they're in good, they're in well, reasonable form coming into this. Ben Arthur just sliding into the score quite easily. Yeah. Ben Arthur and Benzema they hate each other. Or they used to hate each other. They're like it's good to see they're, that they're French. <laughs> time, is, time is a healer. It's a sign of yeah. respect to hate someone. <laughs> it's, that, it's that fiery Gallic temperament. <laughs> yeah. 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 Football can unite all sorts of people. Luckily, uh, France managed to turn <laughs> even two Frenchmen. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> yeah, not the Dutch, though. You'd be no. a bit rest assured on Fra- that one. France could turn it around because they had uh, Adil the Terminator Rami playing for them. Yeah, they did. Him and Mexit. Has there been a tougher mm. set of partnership for a long time? I really, I really Two like Mexit. <laughs> I really do. I know he gets um, a few criti- uh, criticisms and whatnot, but I like him as a centre back. He needs to get rid of those cornrows. He can do what he likes, pal. Yeah, I think so. He's bleached his hair and put cornrows in. When Andy Carroll put cornrows in, they had a pop at you, Pete. Remember that? Have a go at him back. I'm not his dad, though, am I? No, fair enough. <laughs> and uh, the argument was won. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to put forward the notion, I think I have done before, but I'm going to do it again. Iceland are the most, one of the most overachieving nations in football. What's Country, for their size. Country of 320,000. And what's their ranking? Don't know. Yeah, looked at the review. No, but I've just looked at some of their players. They've had players who've, you know, Good Jonsson played for Barcelona and Chelsea. You know, they've yeah. got um, uh, the fellow who plays for Swansea, yeah, represented the in the Bundesliga. It's 320,000. Bjork was at Milan for a bit. Yeah. Stieger Ross for a decent Stoll. side for a bit. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Scotland no, Stoll. Yeah, five minutes. But anyway, back to France. <laughs> um, France, they did go 2 0 down. And. The crowd looked a bit, oh, bloody hell, what's this? And so by the Just end of the huge, game. Huge, huge shrug as one. Well, it, it, yeah. they, nobody looked as though they were enjoying themselves. By the end of the game, when they won 3 2, everyone was on side. The, the, the players were enjoying it. I remember thinking, oh, yeah, they've, they've got their tails up. Do you know mm. what I mean? Um, that was Ribéry's first goal for France since um, April 2009. Wow, it was a great goal as well. Right. Really well taken. He's got seven goals in 57 games for France. Wow, it's just woeful. It's a woeful record. Mm, for a, you know, for such a forward thinking player. Yeah. It's a lovely French kit as well. It yeah. is. Oh, I do like they that. They always do the right kits, don't they? Remember yeah. the Laces one when they won it? Yeah. Decent. Nice. Um, Holland had a uh, sloppy result at home to Bulgaria, losing 2-1. Mm. Um, Johnny Heitinger, what was he doing? Yeah. Last minute, properly gave the ball away, like crossfield pass to yeah. the opposing winger. What are you yeah. doing? It was, a, it was a real smash and grab job, though. The winner was in the yeah. 93rd minute, wasn't it? Bulgaria, yeah, let's lose. be honest, they'd left the window open. Yeah, they did, yeah. <laughs> it was a lovely goal from Van Persie. It was. Uh, Schneider with a, a Barcelona-esque ball uh, sort of chipped over the defence and Van Persie. Song-esque Okay yeah. top, Okay If you will They had a chance with Holland They, they, they should yeah. put it away really Oh they'll, they'll be fine Luke Oh they'll be fine um, the, if, I mean, Holland played a friendly Against Bayern Munich um, Only three days after The Champions League final Did you hear about this? Yeah they won, Bayern won 3-2 didn't they? Bayern won 3-2 In front I'm of sure 30. that'll make Everything all better <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah but not brilliantly timed It was only 33,000 watch That's only if you think Of the size of the stadium uh, The match happened Because Iron Robin Aggravated an injury Playing for Holland um, At the 2010 World Cup uh, after Bayern had told him not to play because he was already carrying a bit of an injury. So due to this aggravation, he missed several months of the Bundesliga season. Uh, and, and so the match served as, as compensation to the club and its fans. Odd. Strange Very arrangement. odd set of Sets events. a bit of a precedent. Yeah. Doesn't it? Yeah. Sure Ferguson that's... gets wind of that, they'll be in real trouble. <laughs> Surely that's, that's no good to anyone at this stage of the season. Well, no. Not good for club or country there. Yeah. It would have been amazing if Robin got injured in that game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I still remember there being a, uh, a substantial part when uh, Owen injured himself, remember, for Quinnsworth oh, yeah, yeah. Newcastle. He, he, went, for, he went for a stage of just, of just playing for England and getting injured. Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. Out and he just was the only team in, who's interested in yeah. playing for. He'd, that was the he'd thing, come yeah. back just in time for another England game yeah. and get injured again. <laughs> yeah. He was like he was on loan at Newcastle <laughs> from England. Mm, yeah. I, I, going back to the Dutch, you look at their forward line. Yeah. I've tipped Huntelaar to be top scorer. Yeah, but what? is Huntelaar going to play? That's the thing. Yeah, I think he is. Okay, I think if you force Huntelaar and Van Persie the, together. No, he's top scorer in the qualifying. Huntelaar. The other, the other thing is, they've got players like Baz Doss, who plays for Hiram mm. who scored like 30 odd goals this season, and yeah. he's not even anywhere near the squad. Yeah, they've got an they've, incredibly... I think he's uncapped. They've got so many good yeah. forward they've players. Got, they've, got about, they've taken about seven strikers, haven't they? Or seven players that you could consider strikers. And also, they've, they've taken Ron Vlar, who's just got a good name. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. that's how he got in there. <laughs> the, the one thing I will say, I know slightly different players, but um, Huntelaar played very successfully with uh, Luis Suarez. 
mm. at Ajax, who drops deeper and likes to play a lot deep like Van Persie does. Yeah. So, you know, it could work. But then Schneider, would they step on his toes? Yeah, well, and Van der Vaart as well. You know, there's a lot of players. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of players vying yeah. for that position just yeah. behind the main striker. That's the that's their problem, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe they play I like feel that. so sorry for them. Yeah. Speaking <laughs> of uh, amazing teams, did you ever see uh, Scotland play the USA? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, was, I was up in the middle of the night and managed to catch the whole of that. Wow, uh, Landy, uh, Landy Donovan with a, with a hat trick and a Dempsey a Dempseyless USA as well. Yeah. Yeah. he was sat really up high. It looked like he was in the bit. You know where they have like the announcer. Yeah. It looked like he was sat there talking to us. Maybe he was. Yeah. I, I was on holiday, uh, just come back today, but I was on holiday with a couple of guys from Glasgow, mm. and um, we were getting the um, information through about the England friendly mm. and the Scottish game, they might know what the Scottish game, and uh, they found it got, got like, a bit of intermittent internet, and uh, one of them went, what's the score, what was it? He went, oh, we lost 5-1, and the guy went, oh, at least, oh, fair enough, at least we scored one, who scored that? Own goal. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sympathy goal. Yeah. They managed to get a little bit of a head of steam up, but uh, yeah, no. Bradley's goal was a ping, it was beautiful. I don't think I don't find it that difficult to get a bit of a head of steam up though. It's actually converting <laughs> it's that into in, yeah. results. Yeah. Oh, Donovan's got 140 odd caps or something yeah. for America. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Um, 49 goals as well he's got. For a, for a decent, decent USA side as well. Yeah. Not an out and out striker as well. Mm. Mm. Well done to him. Um, uh, ooh, another sloppy result for one of the uh, the championship favourites was Germany getting beat five three by mm. Switzerland. I've got I've got it in my head that Germany seemed to play Switzerland all the time before a tournament. It's like a good old. Good sometimes old, maybe they switch kits. Good old confidence boost. <laughs> well, not, but not it's backfired. Yeah, Dirty Yock. Yogi Love was just like, I'm not worried about it. Do you boys remember Dirty Yock? Um, it wasn't that long ago because Dirty was a guy who scored that amazing, almost scored that amazing goal against Spain. Mm. In World Cup 2010 Yeah when he did everybody He beat about four people Hit the pipes yeah. Switzerland won that game 1-0 as, right. as we all know But a few months ago Derdiok got a textbook injury One of the funniest injuries ever um, Playing for Possibly Leverkusen I think he's just signed for Hoffenheim But I think he was, think he was at Leverkusen At the time mm. He um, was getting up Ready to go to a game brush, Brushing his teeth Went to put the toothbrush Back in the holder Knocked the holder off the sink And it smashed And he tripped on someone with a glass And oh, it was out for it And it was Mr Bean It's yeah. amazing Stop walking on I think I've walked on glass And I've not managed to Sever a tendon Ken- Was it a bottle of aftershave yeah. Dropped yeah. his foot yeah. Missed the World Cup yeah. Mark Fish fell for a glass table Didn't he Amazing I know, that, would, that could do a But with Of it could But you just don't let it happen With Dirty though <laughs> I love the fact that he's so dexterous With his like yeah. As a professional athlete yeah. But he just turns into Mr Bean Around <laughs> a toothbrush <laughs> Trending all this glass <laughs> but It smashes all around you yeah. It can't have smashed that much That you couldn't just step over it or step out of it or just get him out he just watched Bruce Willis and Die Hard <laughs> yeah. he, had, he had no option <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah. but the Swiss did beat Germany 5-3 some of the goals from Switzerland set pieces balls over the top crosses it looked very mm. simple it's yeah. worth pointing out that Germany were, they didn't have any buying players Mertesacker. who are the absolute spine of was the team playing? He, he was, was yeah. yeah the caveats are Mertesacker has played um, <laughs> first game back for a long time yeah. Ertz was playing out of position wasn't he um, and yeah no buying players but I mean no, they still scored three goals. Switzerland aren't a bad team. No, they're decent, yeah. the, the, the thing about Switzerland, they've got a lot yeah, of good players. 5-3. Lichsteiner, Inla, Dirty they've got, they've got decent yeah, yeah. players. The, the other thing is that, um, is that it was Shakiri. F- funny to... Shakiri. he didn't play that. No, no, he never played. played yeah. um, watching the game, a friendly game before a big tournament. So what happened was you've got a team there who've not qualified. So in a way, this is a big game for them. Yeah. They're playing a big team. And it, it meant so much to them when they scored. Right. Yeah. When they scored the fifth one, their manager went absolutely postal. He's running up and down the touchline. <laughs> <that one. laughs> as really he should do. Friendly, though. As he should. I was against Germany. Well, you were having a go at Gerard earlier. <laughs> well, Gerard. Yeah. yeah. That was for fouling a player and nearly getting sent off. Enthusiastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Celebrating and fouling. Patriotic, Not the same. Yeah. Not the same. <laughs> 
um, uh, yeah, elsewhere. Uh, Spain, uh, back to some routine stuff. They beat Serbia 2 0. Terrible dive from Adrian to win the penalty for Spain. Did you see, he clipped his legs together. Or good practice. Dive. Again. Again. Yeah. 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 See, this, again, England, if you're listening, start cheating. We need it. I'm fully, fully behind this campaign that I've started myself. So <laughs> All I've got to say it. is free soldado. Mm. Yeah. That's a strange decision. Soldado isn't it? has been in. left out of, uh, of the squad. Negredo is in. Um, uh, David De Gea didn't make it either. 19 out of the 23 went to South Africa have been included. Um, Piol and Villa are obviously out injured. Uh, Jesus Navas and uh, Pedro are in. Mm. Pro- Good, great for Pedro. Yeah. Had a tough season. Problem with Spain is they've got a terrible midfield. Yeah. <laughs> Iniesta, Xavi, Fabregas, Mata, Alonso, Busquets, Cazola, Silva, and Navas. <laughs> just don't see where the, the goals come from. <laughs> <laughs> there's, not, there's, not many ta- there's not much tackling in there. I, I just don't see where the pass statistics come from in that midfield. <laughs> Absolutely. One thing I'll say for Soldado though, he's scored about seventy-five goals in his last three seasons. Not in, mm. not in, not in two. Who do you think Spain will go with that from? Do you think they'll go Lorente or Torres? I it's think Lorente. Lorente. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, mean, don't, I wouldn't. Pick, I wouldn't have taken Torres. He's the informed striker in that squad. Jim, do you not think Torres is just a poor man's Lorente? Well, well, I think he's maybe sort of coming, you know, become that. I mean, I've not sort of been keeping up with what Torres has been like for the national team because obviously international managers put a lot of stock in that. You know, how the, I think that in- explains Downing's inclusion to some degree yeah. as well for England. That's so um, I think you know maybe that that is why he's there. But you know, Torres isn't as bad as his you know statistics this season make out, and he's hinted towards the end of the season when he was you know making noise about potentially leaving Chelsea that he wasn't happy with his role in the team. So clearly, you know, he's he's having to play in a different sort of set of circumstances from what he's used. To. So with Spain, he'll probably have a bit more freedom from that, and so yeah, I, w- I would take him. You know, I tell you what, I'll roll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, I was. Cool. I was uh, the reason I'm asking that because I was saying to Marks on the way up here. At what point does a player become <laughs> just a bad player? Yeah, because no, he, it's an Torres has had Torres. Torres had low chances. He's played. I mean, he's. If you think about it properly he's been poor since about three months before World Cup 2010 he had a poor World yeah. Cup and he's not been that great ever he's since he's injured largely in the World Cup there were, there were, there were injuries had, involved of course yeah. but that's part of any player's career yeah. and some of the best players have come back from injuries successfully he's you know, had flashes of good form but you wonder if they'll start to evaporate yeah, I think he just needs to I move I think sometimes people get into international squads because the national team manager just thinks I reckon I can get something out of this yeah. player yeah. more than the, the, the it's just a, it's a fundamental disagreement on how he, what his role is in no, his club all Del Bosque thinks well I've worked with Torres loads of times before I know him it's, it's a bit yeah. more of a gamble so, that, yeah. so he does only play a few maybe Del Bosque thought to himself who has pleasured Gary Neville like that before he doesn't make that mm. noise he doesn't emit that sound readily yeah. does he <laughs> yeah. well you know Torres has had flashes of, of the, the old Torres we've seen for Chelsea you just wonder does he need to move but it, a lot of it depends on who the sort of you know next boss coming into Chelsea is you know for what kind of role he's going to be mm. playing but it might also be the case that you know he broke into the sort of Atletico Madrid team when he was about 18-19 played pretty well. much constantly from then on he could just be burnt out all those Spain players you could say that yeah, really it, it could just be that he's he's had his peak do you remember because he World started Cup? a lot mm. younger than a lot of people that go uh, on to be not, at that level do well maybe do you remember the World Cup win I know obviously Spain won it but Torres wasn't playing that well and every time no. Lorente came on for him he looked so much better but mm. he still wouldn't yeah. start Lorente but Torres didn't start that much I mean he got an injury and he came on didn't he in the last few minutes of the final or something like that yeah okay but uh, yeah but, uh, Spain have got a lot of quality and they, and they could be the <laughs> first team to ever win three in a row I remember, th- I remember looking um, when you know 
Puyol and Vio obviously injured, and I remember thinking, oh, maybe there's, there's a couple of names missing. And I, as you said, when you'd read out those names, I looked at this one and thought, bloody hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, but Villa's, I mean, I think they've been resigned to Villa's. Yeah, but, yeah, exactly. They've, they've, they've played enough games with that. I mean, they've got enough quality. And, you know, Pedro, again, where does he, you forget about Pedro. You're not really going to play Pedro through the middle, though, are you? That's the, that's the yeah, thing. It's Lorenzo Torres or Negredo in those situations. He's not often playing through the middle, is he? He's often just out on the left. They don't play anybody through the middle. You know, that's the thing about Spain. How do you line up against them? How do you mark them? How Mm. do you do this? They play slightly lopsided here. Iniesta's out wide, but he comes in. It's so difficult. I mean, there's a reasonable chance we'll show you how it's not done in the second. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Check this out. (laughs) to, to, To try and set up. Uh, you know, against Spain and, 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 you know, do the tactics and all the rest of it. That's why Capello, you know, obviously there was a, a big a bit of slice of luck in there, but, you know, Capello just went, right, we're just going to just sit deep and do this and do that, and and, and I think that's it, isn't it? And, yeah. and get luck of a set piece, which is exactly. what we said well, It's, time, it's yeah. basically, you've got to do exactly what Chelsea did against Barcelona. It's exactly. the same principle. There's no point trying to sort of, you know, take them on at their own game. Yeah, no. you've got to risk Johan Cruyff's wrath yeah. yeah, you know, playing such a style. Um, a little word on Serbia. Um, uh, now you remember Adam Lajic, don't you? Yeah, yeah, who got punched by um, now former Fiorentina coach Delia Rossi. Um, he's not having a good end to the season, old uh, Lajic. <laughs> Mihailovic, uh, the Serbian coach, dropped him for refusing to sing the national anthem before the match. It's fair to say, uh, Sinisa Mihailovic is a very passionate man. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and sometimes his passions boil over. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think so. Uh, just a few other um, results from the friendlies. Uh, Poland won Slovakia nil. How do we rate Poland's chances? Got not highly. I mean, they're, no. they're a decent side. By their own sort of um, standard through history, I think. I mean, having you know, Lewandowski is obviously a huge yeah. asset to them. I think he's going to be keeper. a key player. Yeah, good, they do have a good goalkeeper in Wojciech Szczesny, um, but I think it's just going to be too much for them. There's so much quality throughout the Euros, but they've got a, they've got a qualifiable group. True, they do. very true. And home advantage is absolutely massive. Hmm. Poland, well, they've got Russia, Greece, and the Czech Republic. Is that yeah, right? They yeah. do. Poland v Russia. That's one of the ties yeah, in the first yeah, round for me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that'd be good. They'll be spicy. How many sendings off? <laughs> I, I actually think I actually think the Republic of Ireland had a good result sort of slipped under the radar they did they beat yeah. Bosnia 1-0 Bosnia were an alright team Shane Long yeah with, with the goal he could have a big tournament for, for Ireland for me I was, I was thinking about this the other day Ireland's first game right Croatia is against Croatia big now if they win that it's a winnable game yes if they win that that gives them such momentum and such yeah. confidence mm. if they can pick up a draw yeah. There's no guarantee what's going to happen elsewhere because there's always some a couple of bum results and that yeah. Game, you know. yeah well I mean yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about Italy for a bit because, I mean, we don't know what kind of, you know, Italian team will turn up. However, I think they could be the dark horses. Mm. Again, like France, mm. they've played it down. No one's talking well, about Italy. Prandelli's changed their style quite a lot as well. They're a lot more sort of free-flying and attacking now. This yeah. is basically the first time they've ever really done this and it's working really well for them. There was so. talk about them maybe trying to back three and I thought, ooh. Well, yeah. uh, James Horncastle <laughs> wrote a really interesting piece he about whether they'll do that or not. That's and where I read it. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah. A lot of teams in, in Serie A have experimented with it ex- quite successfully, apparently, this season. Yeah, well, Juventus uh, did. Yeah. And, and they've obviously, and Juve have got about seven players in that um, Italian squad, you know. And last time there was a bit of a uh, corruption scandal, uh, they won it. Yeah. Won the World Cup 2006. Uh, and all over again, isn't it? Indeed. I mean, you look at some of the, you know, they've got some decent midfielders. Daniel De Rossi, um, Nocerina for Milan's had a good season. Thiago Motta. Cassano's in there as well, isn't he, in the squad? Oh, it's so good, Cassano's in the squad. I'm, I'm loving Diamante being in there. Diamante, yeah, I'm delighted with that. Former West Ham man. I, I was tweeted how pleased I was that he's in there because he's a, a classic number 10, and also because mm. he's mad. And so, <laughs> someone said that. Um, 
I saw him play for West Ham. Yeah, yeah. Uh, someone tweeted me, and he missed a penalty and tore his shirt in half. Wow. <laughs> Absolutely, love him. Well, I love um, him. I mean, they've got some wonderful <laughs> forward players. You've got Balotelli, Di Natale, and, and, and Cassano. Yeah. I mean, hopefully Cassano will be up to speed. That's Wait, a lot so of these players, to be fair, a lot of these players won't want to go home to Italy. Won't go or to go back because mm. yeah. they might be in trouble. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we want to stay in this let's, tournament as long as possible. This holiday last. Yeah. <laughs> let's it's, at least get third. Italy right? are always dark horses. I don't think they've ever really been considered favourites. You know, you didn't, even in '94 when they got in '90, they were favourites. Well, joint favourites, and they and they um, and they. Yeah, I suppose hosting it, but yeah. you know, generally they're always sort of seen as outsiders. But you can never ever write them off, and sometimes they'll be hilariously bad as well. I love Italy. Yeah. a lot of people seem to dislike them because they generally have quite a sort of negative yeah, style of play. Them. But I love them. I love them. They're pretty poor in the World Cup, weren't they? They were, yeah, yeah. they were abysmal. You, what about the Germans? Can you ever write the Germans off? Can you, Jim? Uh, yeah, I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> you fool. Um, uh, uh, that's the group, isn't it? Group B, Holland, Denmark, Germany and Portugal. See, yeah, what I find Bloody frustrating... Bloody delicious. What I find frustrating about the fact that the Euros is going to 24 teams after this one is that you've got less chance of that sort of thing happening. All right, it's rubbish for Denmark. Oh, it's bad for everyone in it, but it's incredibly entertaining. It's a shame for Denmark, because they've got some good young players. Like the, um, is it Christian Eriksen? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for Ajax, was it? The, the other thing is, with this moving up to 24 teams the reason the European Championship I mean everyone thinks uh, uh, you know ostensibly the World Cup is the, is the, uh, is the pinnacle yeah. because it's obviously from all over the world 32 teams it's the big dick yeah. but when it actually happens you get a lot of games that don't really mean much mm. yeah. a lot of dead rubbers and then with the reason the Euros is so good as a yeah. tournament to watch think about 2008 magnificent yeah, tournament brilliant. because every game actually matters yeah. it doesn't mm. need to be 24 teams 16 is absolutely fine but, and the quality's condensed almost yeah. it's just, thr- just riddled it's with quality out in the Absolutely, and that's that's going to go from now, which is rubbish. Sort it out again. Again, I I, would sort of tap into into what I said about Ireland. Holland, I think, got slight better chance than 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 Portugal. I think Germany will go through uh, because they play um, Denmark first, and that's that's a bit of a chance to build build a bit of momentum. Pete, are Portugal going to go through, or are they going to go out? No, I don't know. I can't see them getting. Holland and Germany's got to be. Yeah. The Holland, Ge- Holland v Germany, it's the tie of the first round. Yeah. Mm. Without a doubt. Absolutely. It's funny, Portugal haven't really got any amazing strikers in Italy. But they never any. have, ever. <laughs> no, yeah. But they've got s- s- pay great midfield players. Yeah. Some but they always yeah. also flattered to deceive as well. They do. Yeah. <laughs> They're very much. Well, I don't, I don't want to say a cliched thing, but perhaps it's there for a reason. Cristiano Ronaldo's never really set the, the world on fire for Portugal. He's only he? one man. Yeah, he can't do it all. So, uh, well, no. yeah, but with uh, he's had he's not even one in man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. In, oh. in international. Well, now Deco's not. It was always Deco was their kind of main man for a while. Mm. And, well, we'll see. I think Charisma's still in there. Is he? He's only he's like at twenty-eight. Yeah, been he's forever. Mm. Yeah, Charisma probably Charisma. He's a bit of a fancy down. Isn't mm. it? Uh, I was going to say that um, a few. Bit, I've heard a few mum- mumblings that people are putting money on um, Spain to get knocked out of the group stage. Is that right? Really? Yeah, not can't see that myself, but no. some people fancy a bit of that no. action. Some people think England might as well. Group D, gentlemen. Mm. Ukraine, Sweden, France. And England! <laughs> um, on paper, England have got their toughest game, of course, against France, straight off yeah. the bat. It's a good, good to get it out of the way first, I suppose. Do you think? Like, yeah, well, ideally we'd have Rooney for it, um, or it would be third, so we had Rooney for it. But, you know, we're gonna, we've got to play him at some point, haven't we? So let's get it out of the way. What about Hodgson's experience in Sweden? Because we traditionally haven't done too well against Sweden over the no, years. Well, we've only beaten them once in about a thousand years, haven't we? And that was recently. recently yeah. Very recently, yeah. And he spent a lot of time there, Hodgson, so maybe that'll give us the sort of upper hand. You'd hope so. You'd certainly hope so. Ukraine at home, to be honest, I think we should beat Ukraine. Mm. I think we've got a lot more quality. I know they're at home, but still. But, well, they're the third game, so by then they could 
could be out of it. What we don't want is them needing needing a win, <laughs> effectively. <laughs> is it just me that's just looking at that group going, oh, we could easily lose those, oh, yeah. all yeah. of those matches? Like, that, by realistic, a fair yeah. margin well, as well? That's what I was saying. Sort of saying to people, no, I don't know about that, but I was, I was saying to people who were saying that Spain might go out in the group stage. England. Yeah, of course. England have got every chance of going out in the Absolutely. group stage. Absolutely. I mean, we could realistically lose to France and draw the other two games. But I really think we could get put to the side by France. Look at who they've got. It's mm. just uh, compared to what we've got in the back. It's going to be backs of the in, wall straight the away, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. you know? Well, it, it is how he sets up. I mean, <laughs> France have got some great attacking players. You know, with Ben Arthur, Benzema, um, and Ribery. Nazri. Just to name them. Mm. Yeah, well, there's a fourth. So we've got to be very careful. I think if. I think Hodgson will set us up quite cautiously mm. and maybe try and hit them on a break, something like that. I think if he tries to match them, I think we'll lose. Mm. Yeah, I think Ashley Young is going to be absolutely pivotal in that game because yeah. everything's going to be funneled through him. So it's just about getting him as much space as possible, really. To dive in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Very true. I fancy him to dive over a, a Mavilla tackle and, and uh, <laughs> get us a pen. Um, uh, well, I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll do um, like we did at the World Cup 2010, we'll write down some of our predictions. Yeah. And then at the end of the tournament, we shall laugh at ourselves. Yes, yeah. <laughs> we shall indeed. Um, uh, so, uh, now, I have to say this. Um, now, Ukraine's not known for its hot weather. However, they do have very hot summers. But you'll be pleased to know that if there are any rain clouds knocking around Ukraine, that the, uh, the officials, they're planning to fire rockets to break up the rain clouds if the bad weather threatens to upset the, the matches. A government official said this uh, on Monday, according to Reuters. What's wrong with rain? The official who um, decided not to give his name, uh, funnily enough, perhaps probably because he's not official, yeah. said uh, our missiles are prepared for dispersing rain clouds. I don't see why rain's become a problem in football. Yeah, well, on, I, on the 9th of May, Ukraine celebrated uh, World War II Victory Day, and they, s- <laughs> they sent their air force up in an Antonov 30 cargo transporter to disperse a build-up of rain clouds by spraying it with chemicals. No rockets were fired. I am a little concerned that we're going to a country that's claiming it's going to blow up clouds. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, to Whereas make people comfortable, you know, for the sake of people, people's well-being, Qatar they're going to start blowing the up clouds. weather. Qatar are going to make the clouds, aren't they, for their... Yeah. I, I think rain's fine at football. Do you think? You win the election, you go to jail, We, you rain on us, we blow you up. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, th- that the, the official tagline for yeah, the nice. tournament. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can look forward to that. Didn't, um, didn't Paul McCartney do something similar? The Frog Chorus. No, yeah, oh. he, uh, he didn't he have um, some? It, he was doing some um, concert in some big. Oh, in Russia, climb. was it? Yeah, yeah, he did something. They hate right. clouds. Yeah, you're right. As long as they, uh, oh, sorry, they must hate rain clouds, but possibly not snow clouds. <laughs> yeah. I can, but I can imagine going to an all-day festival and thinking, right, if it rains, it's going to be rubbish for everyone, so we'll mm. stop it. But the football, come on! <laughs> it's some of the be best games I've ever played have been in rain. Think of the Palermo. Well, yeah. <laughs> but it's going to be warm in Ukraine. So that was too very, much rain. Very, very hot. <laughs> yeah. Should we go to the FIFA house? Oh, let's. Yeah. Is it in order? It is in order. Is it? Well, according to FA chairman David Bernstein, it is. Um, now, this is the guy who uh, last year said the FIFA presidential election should be called off after the bribery scandal and wasn't too impressed with FIFA. A year on, he's fine with them. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did he say? I don't know. As he drove off in his new Ferrari, he yeah. said, is that, <laughs> no, that, yeah. that is not true, of course. With a suspicious black eye. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, apparently he's, he's all right about it. This, but I did like this um, coming from the Fever House. International um, prosecutor Luis Moreno Ocampo. Now, you may know him from his work of pursuing war criminals. Um, he's been uh, nominated as chief investigator at FIFA to look at all the corruptions and so on. How are they actually going to let him in, though? 
Or is it going to be like... No, they vote, they've, they've, he's in. He's like the chief investigator. Uh, on FIFA. Yeah, they'll somehow corrupt him, though, won't they? I don't know. He sounds like the uncorruptible. They're all yeah. lizards. <laughs> they are all lizards. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Costner to play him in a film of his life. Um, uh, so, yes, but all the big news, uh, the, all the big um, noises coming out of FIFA at the minute is called SEP has called for an alternative to penalty shootouts. I did like how uh, the Daily Mail uh, spun this. You know, oh, we beat the Germans in a penalty and suddenly Sepp's going off about... Oh, 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 this, this, oh shut up. We, you couldn't I mean, make we, it up. Who was yeah. in that Chelsea side? <laughs> we. The man Christ. from the Ivory Coast scored the <laughs> winning penalty. There was some, uh, some wonderful sessions on uh, Five Live a couple of days ago where he <laughs> was going, what you should do is, uh, not, not have penalty shootouts, but you should have extra time and every five minutes you remove one player from each side. <laughs> that sounds like a good laugh. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound like a good laugh, but it's no way to uh, finish a you know yeah. a tournament. But, but, but a European Championship final should not everyone, end in a laugh. Everyone just crying because of cramp and hamstrings. I mean, yeah. just... What happens if it gets down to two goalkeepers? <laughs> you start playing clown music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I quite like what Sepp said. He said football can be a tragedy when you go to penalty kicks. Football should not go to one to one. Perhaps Franz Beckenbauer with his Football Task Force 2014 group can show us a solution. Perhaps not today, but in the future. Future admin. Future <laughs> admin. We're bored of doing admin now. Let's plan more admin. Perhaps what? not today. Did he say this at five to five? Yeah. yeah. What's that coming over the hill? Something I'm putting off till tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, I often think this comes up, but no one ever comes up with a credible alternative. Well, Beckenbauer yeah, wasn't having it. Because it's tried and tested, that's why. Yeah. Yeah. And it's exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's no such other drama you'll get. Yeah. Yeah. Beckenbauer heads up this group who will um, recommend rule changes, and he responded by saying penalty shootouts bring emotions into play and are a lot more attractive than the toss of a coin, for example. The toss of a <laughs> well, see, what I find irritating about this argument is not people go, oh, it's a lottery, a penalty shootout's a it's lottery. Not it's a lottery. not, it's a demonstrable skill. Yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're, they're footballers, they take penalties. Obviously, it's a high-pressure situation. Yes. The whole game is a high-pressure situation. It's the final of something, potentially, or something where you're going out at the end of it. Of course, it's the pressure. It's the rawest, truest form of football. You're Absolutely. putting a ball past a goalkeeper into a net. Mm. It's, it's, you know. I have I no problem up. with it. I have a problem with how bad England are at it. But, you <laughs> yeah. know, that's... I quite like the one-on-ones that he's doing in Nazzle. In Nazzle, yeah. In Nazzle, yeah. And at half oh, time Nazzle. in the Premier League as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Crossbar challenge. Yeah. Sorted out that way. Mm. But um, there you have the stupid situation as happened for the, um, for t- f- to, you know, settle Nazzle once where you can score a goal but like a second too late so yeah. you don't win and it doesn't count. That seems yeah. far more unnatural to me. Dizzy stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, it's the only way. Elsewhere coming out of the FIFA house, what have we got here? Oh, South Sudan. Gained its independence last year. It's become FIFA's 209th member. Good news for them. He's already um, in the Dean Windows Hall of Fame. There's going to Zidane. be a, <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a woman in FIFA. Uh, Lydia Unsereka has become the first lady to sit on the FIFA Executive Committee at the annual Congress. She's the current president of the Burundi FA. I, I hope, hope every time Burundi. she sends Sepp an email. She's having a good time, isn't she? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come out of the FIFA house and go to CONCACAF. Where, in set words, they've regained credibility after <laughs> Jeffrey Webb of the Cayman Island FA was elected the new president. The previous president was Jack Warner. Oh, can we all just take a moment to think, just appreciate that he's gone? Now. Is it is saying they've regained credibility because Jack Warner's gone, but he's yeah, spent he, all his time de- defending Jack yeah, Warner. Absolutely. So now he's now saying that he wasn't credible. Mm. Mm. Well, Webb... Um, the man who left to avoid bribery uh, investigation. Je- Jeffrey Re- uh, Webb has said, you know, our past will never be repeated. We must move the clouds and allow the sunshine in. Yeah. It's quite a Ukrainian problem. Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. In my head, that's <laughs> just must like... must blitz the clouds. 
in my head that interview has just been taken of a bloke who's clearly Jack Warner <laughs> fake glasses and yeah. stuff I am not him I am Jeffrey Webb <laughs> flicking the V's yeah. <laughs> he said uh, we must set our goals sky high he's keen on the old uh, sky, sky metaphor yeah. Yeah. sky goals um, uh, he, <laughs> he said we must say to Michelle Platini and UEFA that CONCACAF will win the World Cup we must say to President Blatter and the FIFA committee that the 2026 World Cup belongs to CONCACAF maybe setting wow. your goals sky high is a way of getting around the penalty thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just get higher and yeah. higher. Yeah, whoever, everyone, can, whoever can kick it the highest wins. Yeah. <laughs> everyone can look at the sky at all the goals that are going in, and then you can take massive bongs on the ground. <laughs> they steal their possessions. <laughs> <laughs> Rifle through their wallets. Hooray. Oh, look up there, it's our sky high goal. Thank, <laughs> thank you very much for your handbag. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Right, that, that, we're going to finish with the, uh, the international stuff there because we do have a few bits and pieces from club football to talk about and it's the League One playoff final we're going to go straight to where mm. Huddersfield beat Sheffield United on an epic penalty shoot at 8-7 four of the oh, first a, five penalties it's a tragedy. missed it's a tragedy yeah nobody game. enjoyed that at all mm. nobody will talk never about go that. to one versus one four out of the first five penalties mm. missed I think it was bottled Every, it was weird everyone was missing and then everyone was scoring yeah. <laughs> it was very much a penalty and then the keeper else. took one and then it went down to the keeper i tell you what though one of the Sheffield United players who was I think it was the 10th taker top corner get on that Hollywood a bit further down the list next time yeah. <laughs> and it went down to the goalkeepers and, and Sheffield United Steve um, Simonson missed the crucial one which is a shame because having saved so many mm. and, then, mm. and then missing his you know there's no one to, to save him so it's commentators who are a fan of saying oh the keepers are the only ones that like a penalty shootout because they can be the hero not that time no <laughs> Indeed, in the League Two um, playoff final, Cheltenham lost to Crew two 0 Nick Powell scored a superb goal. Yeah, I saw him interviewed after the game about that, and he went, "I just whacked it. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just belted it. I didn't really think about it. I, I love that honesty. And it's nice that Crew have gone up because they're all, they're all through sort of Dario Grady's academy, and they're, they're all, they're all yeah. local boys that know each other really well because they've come up through the youth ranks together. So that's just, that's just nice, isn't it? Talk you about, don't really get that anymore. Talking about replacing uh, penalties with something more um, conducive to uh, fairness. I mean, you talk about the playoff system. What happens when you know a team maybe sixteen points off, you know third or mm. second space? They go up. I mean, how is that fair? Yeah. There, there yeah. might be a better system for that as well. What you're trying to say is that life isn't fair, is it? Like, that's mm. pretty much what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Mm. That's all. That's all. Football's a metaphor for Nick, exactly. <laughs> for four for four. Nick Powell's got um, a load of goals this season. Yeah, yeah. I think he's about 18, and then he's he's got a player of the year, young player of the year, goal of the season, <laughs> and he's got about 20 or uh, not 20, maybe a few less than that from midfield. And I think there's talk that um, well, it's like an open secret that he's signed for United. Yeah. Yeah. United. Four million quids. Four mm. mils. And the last game we're going to talk about from the world of club football this season is the Spanish Cup final. Barcelona, yep. remember them? Pep going out on a high. 3 0 against uh, Athletic Bilbao. It was like the Barcelona of three months ago, God, wasn't it? Bilbao have got to be gutted the way their season's ended. It's a shame for Bilbao. I mean, obviously, two cup finals and they've entertained a lot of people this season mm. they're trophyless I'm worried they're going to lose a lot of their players and have to yeah. do that now because mm. there's talk of Bielsa being courted by Rome is it Roma isn't really? it so he could I mean the whole thing could be broken up and it's an amazing team it's a shame they haven't won anything yeah. Coruña went up as well didn't they yeah Deportivo and yeah. Coruña yeah yeah, uh, Cisco scoring the goal. Still he on did. loan. Is he really? He's still on loan. <laughs> from yeah, he's still on loan until 2013, I think. Blimey. Embarrassing. Wow. Just signing. <laughs> <laughs> Real Madrid's uh, Castilla, uh, or whatever they call them, got promoted as oh, well. The second they? team yeah. into what? Into the Segunda because they were yeah. in the third team, weren't they? they? Did, yeah, yeah, okay, right. 
Excellent stuff. E by God. So if Real Madrid get relegated, then they'll have to go down as well. Yeah. Mm. Or up. I'm not sure how it works. It's like <laughs> yeah, if they yeah. won the league. Just well, no, I wonder what happened. Just change the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, this is our first team now. It's up yeah. to us. <laughs> so how many trophies was that for Guardiola? Do we know? Is it 14, 15? Quite a few. I think it was 14. Incredible. Absolutely incredible. In what, three seasons? He's bottled it, though, isn't he? He's bottled it now. Go on holiday, mate. Yeah. <laughs> and now it's time for going for gold. Going for going for gold. Gold. It is time for going for gold, Marcus. I've got me uh, clues already, so let's bang on, shall we? Is it a Euro tournament special? Um, yes. This man has played in the Euros. First so clue. Definitely yeah, a man. Yeah, there's a the first clue. Definitely Stop. a man. Karol Pavorsky. No. Um, <laughs> said man. First, <laughs> first clue. No, second clue. Uh, I suffered three broken legs at my first club. Stop. Milan Barros. No. Oh, we haven't we? Yeah. My middle name is Brian. Mm. I played 90 times for Aston Villa. Oh. Sure. <laughs> <clears throat> I came on in the 2000 FA Cup final. Stop. I think we've had him, but Savo Milosevic? No. you got to put it out there in this game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think he managed 90 times for Villa, did he? I don't he's know. He's in and out, wasn't he? Um, it was a punt, Pete. <laughs> like his goal in the uh, FA Cup final. Link up, link up. Link up. Um, I continued my legendary run of luck that I enjoyed at my first club by contracting MRSA at Leeds without kicking a ball. <laughs> Stop Eric Backer (laughs) (laughs) He made that move Didn't he No he never played for Villa I think anyway He has played in the Euros lads Final clue Oh no I was appointed Peter Beasley's assistant In 2010 Imagine that Having to learn Look at that face every day What Peter Beasley's Personal assistant (laughs) (laughs) Like a secretary Stop Bosco Balaban (laughs) <laughs> no, not Bosco Balaban. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Stumped. Any more for any more? No. Stop. Enkelman. Steve Stone. Oh! oh! MRSA riddled Steve Stone. Oh. I never... Is that why his hair fell out? I think, I'd all, I think <laughs> that ship had sailed very, very early on in his career. Steve Stone. Pompey thinking, legend. Put yeah, the Pompey. Exactly, I know, yeah. Dangle the Pompey carrot in front of me. <laughs> and I'll laugh at I was I've been foreign. waiting for Steve Stone I as well. I was foreign all day long, I was. Yeah, yeah same. See. Oh, Leeds. I don't remember him going. Well, no, I yeah, don't. Why would I? If he never played. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Petey. Well done. Right, let's have an email. Thank you for, uh, for your email, lady. Let's. Ramblers. Hello. I'm in the process of going through your backlog. Ooh. Back catalogue, most people would call it. Makes it sound like he's just really <laughs> grudgingly <laughs> listening to old shows. Are you my Pete, cleaner? Yeah, Pete did say he had someone weird in the flat the other day. Mm. <laughs> I'm going through your backlog and I'm currently up to Mike Ashley, Space Criminal, released at the tail end of 2010. One of the things to amuse me from this episode was Pete's outburst with regards to the sacking of Chris Hutton as he belted, Who have we got coming in? O'Neill? Pardew? Pardew? Don't make me sick in my mouth. Every Ar- single time Newcastle United win a football match, <laughs> I get that tweeted to me, email that to me. <laughs> Skywriters. Sorry about that. <laughs> Isn't retrospect lovely? I digress to the subject of my email. Is I'm this an email for someone not being able to predict the future? Uh, no, no, that's just a dig Did at Pete. Did you see Pardew's <laughs> career before he came to Newcastle United? It's not even the email, it's just a, it's just a dig. Just a dig. So I digress to the subject of my email. Sunderland fans? Sunderland fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go through your backlog, mate. 
<laughs> Fist City, brother. <laughs> I noticed the BBC Quickly, running a story on Blackburn's Morton Gamps Pedersen's determination to stay at the club following their recent relegation. The story cites Pedersen's official minimalistic and Apple-esque website, gamster.co.uk. For reasons yet to be understood, I took to the contact section of the page. This seems pretty standard, but then has a drop-down box, box asking, who are you? The standard options are there. Press, fan, business, general praise. Okay, that last one is a bit self-indulgent. But the most interesting of all is left till last. Who are you can be answered with Swedish royal princess. <laughs> Cheers, Patrick McClellan. That's class. Mm. It's, it's a bit optimistic from Pedersen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are we getting but, that know. box in hours? <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you don't ask, you don't get, I yeah, suppose. <laughs> Goodness me. <laughs> and now it's profile time! Hooray! Yes, Let's all have a profile. No, 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 no. Right, the Demon is a Hall of Fame. Of course, it is in association with kitbag.com. And what have we got this week? The last one of the season. Mm. Last profile of the season. It's Euro 96, ladies Ah, and gentlemen. It didn't come home. (laughs) I warn you, um, I might cry during this. I get very emotional about Euro 96. It did come home and it went away again. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Germany took it. Yeah. They took it away forever. Sorry to spoil the ending. (laughs) 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 Nobody knew. Spoiler alert. Put a spoiler alert in there. The tournament began on the 8th of June 1996. You know that ITV advert when Southgate puts the goal in? 1996? 29 years after the summer alone. Thank you. Never interrupt that. That might be the latest one we've ever had. Could Mm. be. Yeah. Is. Um, uh, It was the first European Championship to use the abbreviated Euro name. Mm. Oh, nice little factoid to start with. Uh, That's what it'll be remembered for. (laughs) Somebody reread a corporate website. (laughs) (laughs) The first European Championship that had 16 teams competing. Mm. Remember the logo looked like an obese man fleeing a big football it's weird look back at it again it's very odd Similar oddly representative of which strangely Indeed, yeah. was what Gascoigne did in the trial against Germany seem to remember the video game was a um, rehashing a rebadging of uh, the actress soccer series oh, it was very good as I recall they've rebadged, rebadged it you fool there we go <laughs> <laughs> Synchronised um, Synchronised Partridge There were Six teams making Their first appearances At the championships Including Bulgaria Switzerland Turkey Croatia Czech Republic And Russia Now the latter three Technically speaking Of course Since the breakup Of their former nations mm. England Were the hosts Which was probably Just as well As we might not Have qualified <laughs> um, uh, we, uh, we were in a bit Of an old slump Where uh, were England Having failed to qualify For USA in 94 and being rather unimpressive in the Umbro Cup played the previous summer oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah god <laughs> um, if the truth be told I think this tournament helped England get a bit of pride back into the oh, national god, team because yeah. after the success of Italian 90 obviously you had a bad European championships at Sweden in, in 92 a big failure not qualifying for the World Cup yeah I mean the, the Sweden 92 is almost just like the thing you don't talk about as an England fan yeah. it's just it's held in no regard at all it's completely and, swept under the rug and the championships of 88 I think, yeah, yeah. I think for Euro 96 what beforehand people had mistaken our speciality as just being failure when everyone knows it's glorious failure mm. yeah. and Euro 96 <laughs> re- restored that for us mm. Yeah, I, I agree. A bit more of a glorious failure. Yeah, it wasn't a fizzle, about. it was like a... Yeah, boom! Boom, yeah. Mm. Um, 
I mean, the, the, the English team was a bit out of sorts, and for a time, David Platt seemed to be our only decent player. And he was a good player, David Platt. Yeah. But apart from him, you know, there was no real stars in that team. You know, Shearer had a really didn't Shearer have a bad injury and yeah, a, re- a yeah. really poor year in '95? Scored a goal he? for years yeah, for England. Right. You know, Teddy Sheringham was yet to come into his own. There was all this sort of stuff going on. Uh, the opening match of the tournament took place at Wembley between England and Switzerland. Hodgson, of course, was in charge for Switzerland uh, in their qualification campaign, but had resigned before the tournament. Um, and t- and uh, Portugueseman Arthur George uh, or Jorge probably uh, took over. So El Tell Terry Venables pitched his wits against him. Uh, and England were in a, a Group A with with Scotland, Holland, and Switzerland. In the first game, it was a sunny Wembley, packed stadium, the old Wembley. And uh, Shearer scored, didn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He scored a penalty, didn't he? It wasn't a penalty. He oh, was slipped tra- through yeah. by Paul Ince, and he just opened up. He did that wonderful yeah. action goal, and just opens mm. up his body and just rifles. Yeah, yeah. it's only one place it's going. <laughs> See, Shearer back then, despite the, the fact he had had some tra- travails in the England team, he was much like Gary Lineker was at the World Cup. He was the player where you knew he'd score. Things would be all right because you had Shearer. Yes. You know, that's yeah. what I remember thinking when I was. I think yeah. Alan Shearer was just you know just something else. He was just especially in the tournaments that was in the tournament, but he hadn't done. It previously, England were worried that it was Switzerland who scored a penalty, wasn't it? Not England. Turkey, man. Uh, and oh, I can yeah. remember it being because I was I was about fifteen at the time, and because we were hosting it, and obviously we had big deadline on the television. Yeah, it, was, yeah. it was a whole party. Oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And when Turkey Oman scored that penalty, it was almost like someone had walked into that party, turned the music off, and said, "Right, everyone home." Yeah, <laughs> well, Turkey Oman nearly scored before that, as I recall. It was just headed off the line, as I recall. Mm. And it, but that that game for me was fantastic because. People like Steve McManaman just sort of went. I'm going to go find some mazy dribbles, and it was like yeah. it was brilliant. Yeah. Gascoigne did this amazing trick where he did that. He yes, kicked he with did. his standing instead of yeah, he planted the wrong foot and kicked with the odd foot and just. You know, is that a Rabona? Do you call that a Rabona? Uh, no, Rabona's no. when he did behind the other foot. Yeah, that's what he did. Yeah, Rabona, oh, okay. yeah he did a Rabona yeah. for Steve McManaman to run on and he just. Did. Oh man! Well, England went one 0 An up. England player doing a successful Rabona. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, you're an '96. <laughs> <laughs> It did happen. It did actually happen. <laughs> but um, it, it, it's true, England, I mean, for the first sort of 20 odd minutes or whatever it was, and Shearer scored, it was kind of like, we're, we're back. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it was. We had yeah. a bit of a swagger to And, and then the second half happened. Oh. But, um, there was a bit of a damper because England thought we were. Massive damper, Because yeah. we were thinking Scotland is a pick em because Scotland are our rivals and Holland. And Holland. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Holland decent. Yeah, so, so, so Switzerland um, got, uh, got a good point and. You know, we thought, as you say, bollocks. You know, we, we were in a bit of trouble here. Scotland got a great point against Holland, so it was it was all square uh, going into the second uh, mm. batch of matches. And Holland beat Switzerland two 0 Jordi Cruyff, yeah, I remember him scoring yeah. and, and and big. Dense we hardly knew ye. <laughs> <laughs> Played for Alaves, beat and who lost to Liverpool five four. Mm, that's right. Played for Man United. Played for Man United. I saw a Jordi Cruyff score for Man United at Wimbledon. Is mm. it? Collector's item, I think. Oh, the tennis tournament. <laughs> 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 His um, career went really weird. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then came um, the game Scotland against England. Scotland in the home dressing room, of course. Um, nil nil at half time, bit of a stalemate. And then an inspired substitution. <laughs> Jamie Redknapp literally changed the game. He did, yeah. yeah. We can't. Oh, I'm literally playing midfield road. It's hard with Redknapp. He was a quite. Oh, Redknapp was a very, very good player. Yeah, let's not forget <laughs> this just because he's a bit he of a dope. A, he was a very, very good pass of the ball, a good mm. midfield football mm. player. Definitely, Definitely. He hit a, a dead ball as well. He yeah. came on, I think, for Stuart Pearce. Is that right? So I think they went for a back three. What about the Yuri Geller? 
The Urigelic, yes. well, actually, yeah, he was the real hero. Yeah. Well, of course, of course, Shearer scored to make it 1-0. It's what he Head did. Header, wasn't it? It was a header. Yeah. I think Gary Neville might Gary Neville crossed in. it in. Uh, I think Steve McManaman passed it to him. Yeah. Do you know our best, the, uh, one of our best crossers of the ball in that tournament was Alan Shearer himself, when he just found himself out on the side. He was whipping them in like you wouldn't believe it. Stop talking about Shearer! <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So he wasn't playing Newcastle, though. Uh, uh, at, at the end of this uh, profile, he's going to dub over. Alan Shearer, there's a We had Steve Howie and we had Les Fern. And, and we didn't see piss all of them <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Eagle went 1-0 up and then I remember Teddy sharing and missing a close range header that Gorham saved very well mm. and I remember thinking you bloody idiot that, yeah. you should have put that away yeah. he was a fat bugger at the time Gorham was he <laughs> <laughs> great keeper oh, he, he was I'll, a fantastic keeper keep, but magnificent keeper Gorham. he was no figure of a footballer my goodness was he a good keeper and uh, and then um, was it Gordon Jury had a header that Seaman Gordon Jury ladies and gentlemen Seaman clawed out head bandaged up yeah and he won a penalty uh, Adams he did. Went Tony in. Adams took him over and then Yuri Geller stepped in didn't he and then he went off on a stretcher didn't he did and you? I thought that was over because he was just lying on the ground there was just blood pumping out of yeah. his head it was like oh god <laughs> Ali McCoyst was thrown on <laughs> yeah. and then, uh, and then and, uh, Gary McAllister stepped up for the penalty and Yuri Geller apparently um, <laughs> made the ball move yeah I, I mean if the people don't know Yuri Geller maybe listeners overseas uh, charlatan yeah. <laughs> idiot. a man who's basically made a living out of pretending that he can bend spoons with his mind and befriending Michael Jackson yeah, yeah. I'd say yeah. so that well summed up, up quite, yeah. quite nicely that's what his Wikipedia page says anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, he was what was he in a, in a hot air balloon over the he, stadium that's right something. yeah as, as if that's true powered yeah. by his own sense of self because <laughs> we all know hot air rises and, yeah. and, and for, I don't know why he's Turkish isn't he but he really wanted England to win for some reason England win England win I remember him doing that and, 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 uh, and he um, <laughs> he tricked um, Gary McAllister into putting the ball where Seaman would want it because no, the ball actually moved, moved didn't it, on yeah. the spot that yeah. was the big thing oh of course if you, if you yeah. see the slow motion close up replay of the ball on the penalty spot ever so slightly it moves as McAllister hits it yeah that's right technically should have been a re-spot yeah mm. Yeah. but it wasn't Marcus and no. David Seaman made the save hero but it was quite funny because he made the save and everyone wanted to go m crazy but there was still a corner to defend and he's yeah. like well, alright come on but that, that was the moment where the euphoria properly kicked in it was like oh come on yeah, yeah. yeah. And when, then, when Seaman saves penalties it, his, his hair would do that sort of wobbly thing and yeah. it would look like, it, like the ball was the aggressor rather than you know, like <laughs> yeah. oh god see Jesus. what was what I, what I thought was great about that moment and um, that team as well was that you suddenly you believed in England really mm. from that because you felt that there was strength throughout the team and mm. looking back at it it was it was a really balanced side they played with a diamond formation you had Paul Lintz holding you had um, McManaman on the left and um, who was it starting Darren on the right Anderson. Darren Anderson on the right and obviously the, the SAS up front well, Gascoigne yeah. and Paul Gascoigne yeah. behind it was just Steve so Stone left, left back at times would sort of mash yeah. up that wing like yeah. and you, you forget how quick he was for a bald man <laughs> you're like <laughs> you shouldn't be that fast but then anyway, but, but we can't forget that straight after McAllister. I felt a bit sorry for McAllister because he'd been such a great player for Scotland. Um, well, I didn't feel that sorry. Obviously, I wanted him to miss it, but an Englishman. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but, but do you know what I mean? Though it was a shame for him, a big shame. Um, and then uh, Seaman puts the ball up the other end. Gascoigne taps it in, and, and, and Gascoigne uh, <laughs> flicks the ball over Scruffy Colin one. Hendry and, and and smashes it past Gorham. I remember Gorham saying before the tournament because Gazza was at Rangers at the time saying. 
we've all been giving Gaza plenty you yeah. know, before the game and he said he better not do something good in that match because he will go on and on and on about it so I hate to think <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. So Gaza scored and then did the old dentist chair celebration yeah. there's a clip on YouTube of the top 10 Euro 96 goals uploaded by someone with a suspiciously Scottish sounding name no Gascoigne <laughs> <laughs> not the amount of top 10 as far as he's concerned yeah. one, of, one of the greatest England <laughs> moments ever absolutely brilliant I've actually written a piece about this game for, oh, yeah. um, for our website so mm. um, check that out when it pops up at um, some point and, and, and England won 2-0 won um, I think that Redknapp um, obviously he was a sub he came on at the start of the second half I think he came off to, uh, right at, towards the end well you did get injured quite a lot so yeah, yeah I think he did and I think Sol Campbell came on Sol Campbell definitely featured Big in self. that game sub for a sub at the end yeah <laughs> but that obviously wasn't because of a bad performance because he was excellent but then we went into the last um, set of matches in Group A there were other groups, but <laughs> yeah, we, were, which yeah. we will come to. Don't worry. We, of course, we're going to overrate it with England, but uh, uh, Scotland versus Switzerland and, and Holland versus England. Now, I was 18th of June, Jim Campbell's 15th birthday. Yeah, yeah that's him. Um, uh, <laughs> I was living in Scotland at the time, and of course, being English, you know, you, believe it or not, you do get a little bit of stick for that, yeah. especially with the old right. football. That's just being you, Mark. Come on now. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Sometimes um, the colonies just do not appreciate what we've done for them. Enough, <laughs> enough. <laughs> um, uh, and, but it was. That that evening's football action. I actually didn't watch the England game live I've, because it was the Scotland game was on. It was a particularly beautiful moment for me for the fact that Scotland wanted England to win. I know why they wanted England to win because they needed them to do a favour. Mm. But to be but when when Scotland scored to make it one 0 McCoy scored a, a beauty, and England were one 0 up, and then of course England another goal went in, and we were all <laughs> celebrating. There was a moment where I was with all my Scottish mates, and we were all jumping up and down in, in perfect harmony, Jim. And oh. then and it's, it's one of the up. most yeah, it's one of the most <laughs> beautiful moments of, of my uh, supportership in, in football until Patrick Clive ruined it <laughs> yeah. and I patted them on the back and said oh well at least we went through you yeah. any consolation <laughs> in that and it, and it didn't seem to be I can imagine you back then because you were probably wearing the same clothes if you don't mind oh, like, oh boom it's a, Come just on. a dig isn't it it's only Come for on. that. it's a dig hey these are Wranglers um, uh, <laughs> um, but it was, an, it was an incredible England performance though yeah, well, I mean, it it's overplayed slightly because Holland were in a bit of disarray, weren't mm. they? They were. They had all sorts of uh, sort of <laughs> dissension in the camp. Oh, but England were rampant, though. But England like, were very were, good, yeah. Shearer and Sheringham up front were just tearing them ch- chunks out of them. It was Shearer, to watch. it's for. Let's remember that Barry Davis was commentating oh, yeah, yeah. this tournament. Gascoigne sort of put, sort of tore pocket it through to Sheringham. Sheringham, by all rights, should have yeah. shot, laying it. Mm. He owns the body. <laughs> it flies in, but like, it'll start with like Paulin's doing an amazing bit of skill and mm. Danny yeah. Blint knocking him over. You know what I mean? That, like, was that, sort of that was for the penalty. I think yeah. he'd over sort of stepped it a little bit, and he yeah. thought, "Oh, I'm going down." Mm. <laughs> but um, Holland went through at the expense of Scotland, not on head-to-head, which is how they did it. Not even on goal difference, on the number of goals scored. Yeah. It's an absolute sickness for them. It was yeah. a real shame. Um, we've done enough on Group A. Yeah. We, we've got to go to, to to do the other groups, otherwise we'll never get through this. Group B was France, Spain, Bulgaria, and Romania. Um, and uh, Spain had a decent side, although not not as quite as good now. But you remember Alfonso with the oh, white, yeah. white boots? I think yeah. they were real yeah. Betis which was a real sort of like you know a big thing, thick then. move back then, <laughs> wasn't it? Wearing white boots, it was he a real was, sort was of quite flash flaring. thing. Yeah, um, and Stoichkov was was playing for Bulgaria. Scored a lovely free kick against did, France. Yeah. Stoichkov, he did indeed. Um, France had uh, the likes of Dugarry, who, who scored the winner against Romania. Um, Jorkaev, mm. love Jorkaev. Very young Zidane in there as well. Yeah, the Dan was in there, for, yeah, absolutely. Um, and Spain, uh, Caminero, he was amongst the scorers. Um, and there was, it, it went down to, Romania went out early. I think they may have been the first team eliminated from the tournament. 
and then and, and, and France were because they lost their first two games didn't they so yeah. as soon as you lose two in that group you're, the group mm. you're out yeah, so you, you, you were gone uh, France I think was, France went through um, after two games and uh, uh, Patrice Loco on the, on the score sheet mm-hmm. um, and it went down That's to like being called Pat Crazy yeah well yeah I suppose it is um, and like then, Juan Mata is, uh, Mata in Spanish is kills so his name's John Kills <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good name isn't it Johnny Kills Johnny Kills and then um, Amor for Spain as well love remember him remember mm. Amor uh huh yeah. Barcelona yeah, player wasn't he yeah. now he scored a vital one it was um, France beat Bulgaria and uh, Spain needed to beat Romania and I think he scored a diving header with five minutes left to put them through and so uh, through to the ignominy of facing England <laughs> <laughs> Spain and France went through uh, it was a shame for Bulgaria because of course in 94 they wowed us and yeah. to go out but Stoichkov he was Romania weren't too shabby then really yeah Radachoyu yeah. who went to play for West Ham yeah uh, he was there Group C Germany, Czech Republic, Italy, and Russia. I mean, it was a foregone conclusion the Germans and the Italians <laughs> were going to go through. Mm. Um, Germany uh, kicked us off 2 0 against the Czech Republic, who would have thought that they would play each other later on, eh, PT? Uh, Ziga and Moller. Um, Germany playing with wingbacks and Big Matthias Sammer as a sweeper. Was he the player of the tournament? He was, he was. Yeah. yeah. Crazy, isn't it? He's sweeper. A it's a fantastic. The, be- the best game of, the, of arguably the entire tournament yes. was Russia, Czech Republic. It was. Well, this is when Italy had beaten Russia. And then came the biggest upset of, of the first round. Czech Republic beat Italy 2-1. Hmm. Nedved scored, Chiesa scored. Um, and people were like, hang on a minute, what's, what's happening here? Italy had some good strikers in that tournament as well. They mm. really underperformed there. Kassiragi, Signori would have been there, wouldn't No, he? it wasn't. It was Kassiragi, Chiesa, Ravinelli, Zola and Del Piero. <sighs> was Baggio injured? Wasn't he in the running for it? And he was I'm, injured. I think yeah, right. he would have been. And Dino Bad- did Dino Baggio play, play instead? Maybe he'd gone. Not instead, but yeah, it yeah. was the Baggio contingent. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Germany beat Russia 3-0 um, and Klinsmann scored one of the goals of the tournament when he just knocked it past the defender and from just outside the edge of the box when he should be hitting him with his left across the keeper outside of his right into the top corner <sighs> delicious outrageous yeah indeed and then in, in, in the last couple of games Italy were playing Germany I think at Old Trafford and this was the game Luke Russia playing Czech Republic now Italy Zola missed a penalty Andres Kotka saved um, saved from him mm. and Italy therefore it went it was nil-nil and it went down to what would happen with Russia and the Czech Republic because Czech Republic would then beat Italy if they finished on the same points on the head-to-head and Czech Republic went 2-0 up and then Russia pegged them back 3-2 remember Best Chajnic with the third mm. uh, absolute peach from about 25 yards into the top corner and so Italy were good and then two minutes to go Big Vladimir Schmitzer steps up yeah. and, and, and volleys home and makes it three all. But the goal of that game was um, was Czech Republic goal. Kuka scored a header. First oh, the header. header. The ball from Yuri Nemec yeah. from the left back position yeah. is about. I'm not exaggerating. It's about a sixty yard raking pass mm. right on his head at full pelt running, and he headed <laughs> into the top corner. Loops it over the keeper. It's one of the best passes I've ever seen. Mm. It's incredible. Really was incredible. It's worth checking out. Yeah, because I mean, Nemec was um, was playing for Schalke at the time. Right. He was like a decent, underrated player. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Sort of wide. Well, all play. those Czech Republic players were none of yeah. us. They're a bit of an unknown quantity, weren't they? Because I mean, Completely. this is still when the internet was very sort of absolutely you know, quite rare that people had it. And but we didn't know a lot about these these teams. And um, all you'd know is when you get up, you, you get your four four two or your World Soccer uh, yeah, yeah. pack, and you read reading that. You know, that's right. Well, the, the, the thought of Italy going out in the first round was. <laughs> 
unbelievable that you've got the final of the World Cup two years previously. You know, I think Euro '96 is the reason that people always back the Czech Republic as a dark horse now. It's almost like people mm. are contractually yeah. obliged to do that. They're, they're, they're nowhere near as good as they were then. That's why a while back when Scotland set up really negatively against them, it was almost like um, Levine had, had used, had thought, well, they must be decent because they got the final of Euro '96. Like, yeah, they're not yeah. that good anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they're good players. You know. Yeah. Well, in Group D, there was a couple of um, uh, teams who, again, not many of us knew about, but Portugal and Croatia. Croatia specifically obviously Denmark and the holders and Turkey were in there but Portugal and Croatia became dark horses quite quickly <coughs> didn't they yeah. we did. Croatia were quite impressive qualifying and Portugal we knew had uh, some good players but you just hadn't seen those teams before really. that was the start yeah. of the Portuguese sort of golden generation it was. well that was yeah. Croatia were very new then weren't they as, as a football team yeah. you know, well, and, that, and a nation so. yeah that, well that was two years before um, World Cup 98 mm. When, when, when they had their finest moments so, um, Davos Suka scored one of the goals of the tournament as well oh. lobbing uh, Peter Schmeichel whilst exactly. he's been out for a corner um, Boban Glorious. scored in that Proper game scoop as well. like all that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big Brian Adams scored a good one against Portugal I remember. he did uh, Vlajevic yeah. scored a lovely one against uh, he was Turkey a good, he was a good player that. Uh, that was at the city ground not in the forest ground I think yeah. a yeah. rainy night there it was yeah and he, uh, a lovely run from his own half didn't Karol Poborski score a scooped goal as well oh you're getting ahead that of yourself come on you're getting ahead of yourself Jimmy in the last set of games in this group it was interesting because Croatia just thought yeah we're through don't worry about it yeah. and uh, <laughs> Portugal were like thanks and uh, Figo, <laughs> Figo scored in a, in a 3-0 win so uh, they, they went through um, top uh, Denmark won 3-2 against Turkey with Laudrup getting a, a couple of goals and uh, Alan Nilsson oh, yeah. um, former Spurs player scored Spurs as well but, but it was Portugal and Croatia went through and, and and they were two of the teams that people were talking about because they thought blimey these, these you know they can play a bit and we haven't really uh, seen them before Denmark the holders went out so we move on to the quarterfinals where England won a penalty shootout against <laughs> Spain um, staggering and Spain had a couple of goals disallowed as well didn't they we were we one rode of them, our luck one of them was definitely ruled out wrongly for for offside. Um, and it was it was a funny game, wasn't it? Because I think off the back of the four-one and the two-nil against Scotland, everyone just thought, "Oh yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do the Spanish no bother." Yeah, and it was a bit we of a reality check. Them. Yeah, it was, and also it was an afternoon game at Wembley, which was a bit weird because mm. you normally used to see in England in these sort of wasn't it, under the lights. Wasn't there a stinking foul where they should have had a penalty for England? Yeah, and they got a yellow card for um, diving. Steve, Who was that I think now? it might have been Steve Stone, was it? Could have been Steve somebody, Stone, somebody put in a bit of a stuck a leg out basically, and it, they should have had a penalty, and it was just embarrassing. Oh, <laughs> and, uh, oh no, so sorry. Barry said, Spain should have got a penalty. Yeah, Spain should have got. Oh, a penalty. I see. And, and uh, yeah, they had a couple said, of shouts, didn't they? As and well. Barry Davies said, uh, "That's the best free kick England will ever win." <laughs> 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 it was Ron Atkinson in uh, core commentator mode. Yeah, before, oh. before his accident. His <laughs> <laughs> accident. His racist let's, accident. Let's, let's look at it. England underestimating Spain and winning anyway. On penalty. <laughs> oh, the past! <laughs> what a good culture! Could happen as well. Could happen in this year's quarter final. <laughs> and, and, and let us remind ourselves of, of a couple of moments from that penalty shooter. Hierro missed, and then yeah. um, Shearer scored. Platt scored, and then and then Pierce scored. He almost exploded, Stuart mm. Pierce. Oh, what a penalty! He nearly, <laughs> very nearly threw up a lion. He just <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. And Pierce scored, and of course, uh, smashed it in and went loopy. And then and then Belsway, the, the Spanish uh, fullback, scored. To which Barry, he just sort of. Just touched Think, it in because yeah. everyone thought, "Yeah, Pierce has scored. Seaman's going to." Oh. 
<laughs> and then uh, Baraday was, oh, what a contrast to the previous penalty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I love it. And then Gaza scored, Nadal hit the bar, and we went through. And then again, I just think it was a moment of, we've won a penalty shootout. This tournament's ours, surely. Yeah. Yeah. I remember where I was at Church Street, Hartlepool. Um, people were jumping on cars, chucking <laughs> 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 oh, bottles God. around. Oh, yeah, it really did feel like the penalty sort of hoodoo was over, didn't yeah, it? It, it did. felt like we'd. we'd ourselves and Stuart Pearce and maybe actually Pearce's reaction was why we all felt like that but yeah. it did feel like some sort of curse had been broken right. so I can remember that when they show the, the camera of the group of players when they're sort of who's taking the penalties after extra time you can see Stuart Pearce going I'm taking one I'm yeah. taking yeah. one I'm taking one Venable said he came up to him and said I'm number three did he yeah, yeah. okay right um, uh, and then the other quarterfinals France drew 0-0 with Holland and France won 5-4 on pens and it was mm. Clarence Seedorf who missed the only spot yeah. a, quite a large proportion of the knockout games went to penalties they did yeah it was actually I mean we remember it as being this brilliant tournament because England did so well comparatively but it was very quite negative actually wasn't it in the knockout stages mm. uh, Germany beat Croatia 2-1 and I think a lot of people thought oh Croatia up against a slightly ageing German side they're going to do it you know mm. they did two years later but because uh, they'd aged more, yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, uh, Klinsman put Germany one 0 up. And then Davos Suker scored a lovely one, rounding uh, Andreas Kopker in goal. He he kind of oh, was a great dragon over the ball. Yeah, so beautiful, goal. wasn't it? Such a <laughs> proper roll. That I was, was like, the sheer goal, the sheer goal to do that. Because everyone goes off on about his chip, but that was a beauty. Yeah, because he, he dragged his foot over and just see you later. The yeah. kick, mm. the kick was nowhere after yeah. that. He was <laughs> just kind of like, oh god. Yeah. But, but the sheer confidence to do that in such a big game, and it wasn't really his. It didn't look like his ball immediately. To take yeah. on it was another foot. It was um, the other strikers. Uh, I can't remember who the hell it Flavich, was. Now. Was it maybe? Could or, have been. Uh, yeah, but it, and he just took it on and just went. And having the the, the cockiness to do that. Yeah. It's the sort of thing that you playing FIFA. You go. Oh, I can't believe I've done that. It's such yeah. a knob. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Matteo Sammer wasn't having any of it. Went up the other end and uh, yeah. made it two one, and got the winner. And then the interesting game was Czech Republic versus Portugal. I, I for one, and I think a lot of people did thought, well, Portugal go yeah. through Czech Republic. All right, you've been lucky. You got a last minute goal. Like down. Fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, Portugal, as I say, were off to uh, some people's dark horses, but Karol Popolski scored that famous scooping lob. Jim. Oh, absolutely! You're a big fan. Love because it. it went so high. It did. Yeah. It it's cleared really, the bar. Ridiculous way to score a goal. <laughs> it was absolutely it, outrageous. And what people don't remember is he sort of lost the ball before he did. that, and yeah. he bundled his way back through, and he was like, oh, "I might as well." <laughs> I've made this myself Villa Park have never had it so good no, yeah. he had no right to do that that got him his move yeah, <laughs> yeah damn right. much, he went much. to United afterwards mm. didn't he yeah. Yeah. if you do that. well at Villa Park yeah. then you, back then you'd have got to move to United because <laughs> it will inevitably come in handy in an FA Cup semi-final yeah. <laughs> Schmeichel already got chipped in the same tournament he'd be like I'm not having him John yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christ yeah. no get him on side <laughs> it's probably the best thing to do I'm not training with him though <laughs> <laughs> keep your scoopies close and your scooper oh shut up <laughs> so into the semi-finals we go and, and and France played the Czech Republic and again everyone thought right mm. Czech Republic you're playing a proper side now you've yeah. had your you fun <laughs> yeah, yeah. well they hadn't they, they, they beat them 6-5 on penalties and people <laughs> couldn't believe that the Czech Republic had got to the final and I remember actually the penalty shootout they um, it was 5 all, and they hadn't decided who was going to take when it went into sudden death and I forget who it was not Poborski you'll scoop it no yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one, of the, one of the big men was like it, it came to the moment where it was like this is to, to win the game and he was like alright I'll have it then top corner <laughs> see you later well he's certainly in the corner I suppose you know, he'd not had time to psych himself up yeah maybe so, that's the way to do it yeah um, well for some <laughs> but they went through incredibly um, and then we move on to the second semi-final <sighs> 
where where, where England um, drew one all. Pollis did a really good volley at <laughs> one point. Yeah. After two after two minutes, England were ahead. It Scored. was it was too <laughs> good to be true. Yeah, and we, there was a feeling of that, wasn't it? it yeah. was very much Scored way when too it, early. Yeah, yeah. It was that personified that very that theory that scoring early is a bad thing for you because frayed nerves for such a long time um, during the game. One thing that's really interesting about that game is if on YouTube there always used to be because I watched I watched it ages ago. Um, there used to be a 10 minute clip on YouTube of the opening 10 minutes of the TV broadcast of this game Hanson talking about um, I think they can do it like there's, they pack the midfield Muller up top and it's just like yeah. you know I think we could do this yeah and it, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but he also what they did that is a bit of Hanson and, and Hullet was in there as well Hullet and um, Des mm. big Des Lionel uh, and then they just cut to the crowd yeah and they just left the crowd with a half it had no commentator for like five or six minutes of the camera just going around the crowd picking people out really people patches of people start mm. singing the camera go to that and it was the most chilled out yeah weird TV broadcast compared to what telly's like now yeah, 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 yeah. it's yeah. worth checking out if you, if you can get hold of it it's very strange really it? weird but really yeah, weird like a massive party and every so often it cut to Badil and Skinner giving it all that yeah 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 almost like Wimbledon style coverage yeah you'd see men who hadn't left behind the 80s mullet and moustache combos yeah, 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 yeah. you still find that now <laughs> not as plentiful no um, <laughs> it was extraordinary wasn't it and I don't think I've watched an England game that was so tense I think obviously because it was at yeah. Wembley as well I think the closest there's been to that has been um, in ni- the 98 World Cup against Argentina yeah there's possibly so much drama yeah, yeah. In it. but yeah no n- yeah, this was incredibly tense oh it was and then, and then Kuntz of course scored uh, <sighs> the equaliser 16 minutes in so two early goals hmm. didn't uh, Kuntz have a goal disallowed as well it, there was a German gold as that it might well have been Kunz didn't Kunz have a funny name <laughs> <laughs> probably because it sounds like a swear word yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stefan um, <laughs> he did sc- he did score and everyone it was that was I think that was an extra time because I think it would have been the golden goal because I just of remember course. everyone just went oh that's Sorry, it yeah. oh the ring I'm giving it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but in uh, I mean let's zoom not in. a lot of pushing for that goal <laughs> yeah, that, uh, yeah it, was, uh, it was almost <laughs> as if there was well um, uh, so in extra time Darren Anderson hits the post mm. and then comes the moment that, that makes you wince every time you see it on television when the ball goes out to Alan Shearer who volleys it agonisingly across the six yard box Gascoigne checks his run yeah. and then goes in and it's a toenail away yeah. from putting this into the final but he appears to go lead with the wrong foot for me and I'm like if he just really really used his considerable weight but, the, yeah. but this <laughs> is the thing sure. this is the thing you still look at that clip and you go yeah but it, if he, he got to he it, got a little bit of it yeah. you can still yeah. score you know yeah. it's like oh god and there seems to be a theory from some people that just think like if he'd had one less pie like in his <laughs> life he'd, he would have had the extra sort of millimetre of pace but needed, it happened but again like two minutes later as well that was the worst thing about it pretty much the same chance and he was a lot further away for that one but oh. I mean oh sickening and then it went to penalties and what I will say actually about the penalties is, is the quality of that shootout was top notch mm. it's 12, like 5 11, all, 11 it? penalties 11 superb penalties um, and uh, I think Venables had practised penalties with um, no point w- yeah, yeah. When, uh, he, the, the, some of them had practised penalties Southgate hadn't um, Pierce went for a drill bottom left he did. Shear went think- bottom right there was a lot there was a lot in the right off the post as I recall mm. yeah I think Sheringham top corner w- yeah. what's stuck out for me that 
worried me at the time, I yeah. remember being concerned about it at the time, was that Pierce's celebration was basically a, a carbon copy of his celebration against Spain, and it almost no, felt it, like it was over-egging it. He just did a thumbs up, he just did a thumbs up. Really, I yeah, remember no, him Gascoin screaming big, again as well. Gascoin did a bigger one, sort of, yeah. like, he, he sort of went, he sort of went, uh, did his yeah. thing. Maybe <laughs> I misremembered that. I, but no, I, uh, think, I think England got a little bit kind of, oh, well, we've won a shootout here before, and every England penalty that went in, it was a ray because you thought Seaman will save this. Mm. And the Germans just kept coolly knocking them in. And then Southgate, who hadn't practiced penalties, went up there and, and he missed. And it was like. And oh. it was a weak penalty as well, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was very... like, oh, hang on a minute here. And then, of course, Andreas Moller said, thank you very much. Yes. And smashed yeah. the ball in. And, and that famous celebration. Oh, God, I could have killed him. Walk. Yeah. Walked right out. Yeah, he was, wasn't he? It was a camp celebration it was. to get yourself into the final. But of the European now, it's funny. It's funny. It, is it funny. wasn't funny at the time, though. <laughs> yeah. No, it's still not funny. <laughs> Um, and, and, and the Germans went through to play the Czech Republic, incredibly, who, who'd met each other in the group stages, and <laughs> Germany had quite happily dispatched them 2 nil. Yeah, we, we, we were all supporting the Czech Republic at that point. Everybody, we I think, I think because we're bitter. I think, yeah. I think that some Germans were supporting the Czech Republic. <laughs> both teams had chances. If, if you look at the game again, both teams had chances. Um, yeah, I could bear to. Before, yeah, before Pobolski was brought down and Czech Republic won a penalty, everyone thought, uh-oh. Yeah. And Berger hammered it home and it was like, oi, this mm. might not be so bad. This is the second best thing to win in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That got him a move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Well, the unthinkable was on. However, in the 69th minute, Bertie Votes thought, right, Shaw, <coughs> Mohamed Shaw, you're coming off. Let's bring on Oliver Beerhoff. Yeah. Uh, not that long I after that. I love Oliver Beerhoff. Yeah. A header. Amazing. He will do that. <laughs> it's a guaranteed headed goal. Udinese enjoyed his yeah. services for a long time. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it was Ziga who knocked the ball in and a close-range header. It was 1-0. And when it went 1-0, you thought, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least we're going to be put out by the winners. Yeah. Um, went into extra time. It was golden goal, as I said before. It hadn't been used before. I don't think we'd seen a golden goal on on, on the big stage. Uh, no, certainly. Well, in that was the first ever one, I think, wasn't it? In, in an international. In an international, I think it was. Yeah. Um, was it trial in Italy? Everything at the trial in Italy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Everything. Um, <laughs> a lot of Italian players as well. <laughs> <I think. laughs> um, and it was a little bit of a. a a poor way to finish the tournament, wasn't it? It's always an anti-climax. A, a deflected goal. goal. Yeah. The keeper might have done. Oh, it was rubbish. Sort of it was rubbish. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, you know, the the best team, probably the best team, won that tournament. But a uh, more clinical team won. Yeah, exactly. But it was. Bill Hobb enjoyed it. it well, mm. he did. Yeah. It was a bit of a crappy goal to, to finish <laughs> it, but it, but a thoroughly enjoyable tournament, nevertheless. And, and the Queen gave the Germans the trophy, and she was off, and so were they. Yeah. yeah, and and then they sung. Well, she's German anyway. Yeah, and then they sung. It's coming home on their return to Germany, and have sung <laughs> yeah. it at us many times Ever since. since. <laughs> yeah. It's also worth pointing out it was the first um, trophy they won under their uh, since their reunification. So, you know, you know, yeah, significant for them mm. massively, so. and the last one. Yeah, that they've won, isn't it? It's been a little while since Germany have won um, a tournament. They've been in the final. A Looming, times. Looming indeed. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry for the Slovakians. Yeah. yeah, Alan Shearer did win the Golden Boot. Uh, with five goals scant consolation yeah. Yeah, we did yeah. alright in golden boots yeah, yeah Lineker had one didn't they that's Shira. it ah couple <laughs> Defoe this year Carol yeah. <laughs> Carol Carol this year <laughs> could be it could be but uh, Euro 96 ladies and gentlemen coming into the Dean Weddles Hall of Fame hey. I remember seeing a uh, seeing a roundup of Euro 96 it was on ITV it was not even that long ago maybe about five years ago now and just getting really into it being really excited again and then just being absolutely crushed at seeing England go out again <laughs> it was just, all this old emotions came back up it was 
And don't forget the uh, Dean Winners Hall of Fame is sponsored by kitbag.com. Follow them on uh, Twitter, Kitbag UK. And RT our, uh, our tweets for a chance to win a £50 voucher. Hot damn. Hot <laughs> diggity doll. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for uh, this week. If you want to get in touch with us, the email address is show at thefootballramble.com and the website is thefootballramble.com. Yes, and by the time this show comes out, fingers crossed, touch wood, all that sort of stuff, we should have a brand new thefootballramble.com with loads more content. No way. Way. Way, pal. Um, there's loads of stuff, far too much for me to tell you uh, on this show, so get yourself over there, thefootballramble.com. Marcus Indeed. is running down his top ten musicals. That's something <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to. Moonwalkers yeah. number one. He keeps pushing me about that. He keeps emailing to me every week. <laughs> yeah. Wondering why I'm not being published. He keeps changing though, weirdly. Yeah. <laughs> you got to make your mind up. That's yeah. the problem. Starlet Express, you Moonwalker. Can't, Cats. You can't have Moonwalker ten in a row. <laughs> As Joe Pesci says in that film, I just want everyone to be cool. <laughs> and no one's going to take drugs because of me. <laughs> and I will not commission your Oasis themed musical either. <laughs> I'll, I'll go alone. Go to <laughs> Right yeah. then, uh, Jimmy. I have a couple of notices as well. I have a couple more Edinburgh preview shows. Oh. Uh, one on the 1st of June, which is a Friday night at the Hanbury Arms in Islington. Uh, you can get tickets on wegottickets.com. Uh, Another one on the 5th of June, which is a Tuesday night at the Queen's Head in Piccadilly Circus. Uh, so, yeah, please come along if you can. It would be awesome. And if you are going to the Edinburgh Festival, tickets for my show are available at underbelly.co.uk. It's better than Moonwalker. <laughs> it is indeed. <laughs> Any more for any more? Nope. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. We'll see you a week on Thursday, the 7th of June. England against Germany, the second semi-final of Euro 96. Sporting history waiting to be made. And the winners now know that they will play the Czech Republic in the final on Sunday. The Czechs got through on penalties against France earlier. Now I think England can win the game. You know, the way the Germans line up, they'll pack the middle of the park, they've only got Kuntz up front. Goodbye. Say goodbye again. Goodbye. Say it sexier. Goodbye. Say it uh, louder. Goodbye. Say it higher. Goodbye. Say, Say it French. Au revoir. Uh, elsewhere uh, in the FIFA house, South Sudan, gained, uh, which gained its independence uh, last year, has become FIFA's 2009th member. No, it hasn't. 2009th. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of a sticker based um, gag. Pun gags for footballers. Uh, He's got gl- good feet for a big sticker. No, glue deck McCloskey. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. Have you got a golf one? A D. Sevi Ballesteros? Um, Did he uh, play golf? No, early 90s uh, Italian um, forward player Giuseppe Giopanini. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. What about old. Uh, mm. Tennis player Michael Stick? Huh? No, it's tennis. He's Not in golf well- earlier. He didn't ever get him for golf. Not welcome. <laughs> Strike up the band. <laughs> Al- album Shearer. <laughs> Pick that up now, no. otherwise I'm gonna start hurting people. No, come on, <laughs> oh, we got a spare packet there. We, we don't need it. You it are a spare packet. Convolute sir. it.